All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 8-4 Play Podcast. I am your guest host, GPD, filling in for Gaming Jesus, Mark McDonald. You can call me uh, Gaming Moses, I guess. <laughs> Very nice. Yes. Well, welcome to the show, everybody. I'm going to do my best to uh, fill in for the man. And of course, we've got John Riccardi here. Hello. I, uh, we, uh, we're here on our second take because our first take had horrible background noise and horrible uh, attempt at trying to host by yours truly. <laughs> uh, don't, don't be so down on Although I think after, after about five minutes, I would have finished my drink and we would have been fine. But yeah, yeah the beginning is kind of rough. Yeah, he's a, fortunately, he's, there was an audio error and Chiefy stepped up. He's only half a chew high deep right now. So <laughs> he'll probably take over halfway through the show. Maybe. Of course, we've got Hiroko. Sharing the mic with me and John, right in the middle. Right. And <laughs> another special guest star, James Milkman Milky. Good evening. And a big day for you, sir. It is a big day. Child of Eden hits Sh- the shelves. Shipped uh, today in the U.S. And the reviews are good. Yeah, we've got they something are. like an yeah. 86 out of 100 on Metacritic, which is a pretty nice achievement because Metacritic tends to scale down a little bit. Mm. Right. So, you know, if it's an 86 on Metacritic, it's like a... 91 in real life. Definitely <laughs> Definitely better than uh, Duke Nukem. Oh, yeah. I've Ooh, heard some things, yes, but, Duke you know, Nukem. I'm sure everybody works hard on their games, so. Yes. So what's it like shipping your first game uh, today? It's, 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 it's pretty neat. Well, the, two days uh, ago, as of you guys listening, but. Yeah, the the feedback has been tremendous. My um, my my Twitter feed has, has been on fire today. Everybody's saying congratulations on how much they love the game. Uh, Mizuguchi-san's Twitter feed, likewise, Q Entertainment's Twitter feed, you know, and we've gotten a lot of emails about it and the the reviews. Not only are the scores high, but the reviews read really well. I mean, when I read the Edge review for Child of Eden, I was kind of blown away. Edge gave it an 8 out of 10, right? Gave it an 8 out of 10, but when, if you read the review, you it's just so humbling, like, you know, what, what people really think of our game. I mean, being really close to it, it's hard to be objective you know i'm still aware of like you know the game's um, strengths and weaknesses but mm. um to read um people's thoughts articulated in reviews it's been it's been so phenomenal it's pretty rad man we we've been working in this industry so milky and i go way back we're, we're uh, first of all all three of us actually our guest hosts and milky and i are all from the big apple new york so that's <laughs> sort of a new york themed podcast that's the key to a successful by, by the way industry. my name that's right my name is jj that's right jj was hi jj's yeah. over there as well i'm here we were trying not to let you in for this whole <laughs> That's thing. That's fine. I'm from Tennessee. I, I understand. I did I did think of trying to like open with a New York accent, but I realized I can't do it anymore. Like really? I've lost it. I can't do it. Home for like a month. Right. If I go home I can for give like, me no give problem. Me a, yeah, give no me, problem. Give me I thirty seconds. Well you to still warm have it. You haven't you haven't David, you haven't really lost it, but Do you really want us to go there? Yes. No, I would like no, I wouldn't mind hearing a bit no. if you could still do it. I'll let David I'll let David take take over. Well, it's his well, natural accent, though, right? Isn't well, it? see, I was born in Queens, and then I moved to Long Island. So yeah. then I and then I lived in Manhattan for ten years. So, so, so you've got a little bit of that Long Island taint. I got yeah. taint. <laughs> <laughs> Don't talk about my taint on the show. <laughs> rated podcast. No, I, I turn it off so it's not super obnoxious, and yeah, I sort of have to. But once you when you're when you're talking around other New Yorkers, it yeah. can come out, especially after a few drinks. But. Right. I well, never really sounded too much like a typical New Yorker. Like New Yorker, that, yeah. Right? But yeah. Um, I can tell you when I get tired or drunk, it comes out. Oh, really? really? Yeah. Yeah, just because everything starts slowing down. Right. Uh-huh. You got to take the easiest path. When I, when I go home, when I, whenever <laughs> I go visit home, after I'm there for like two weeks, my R's start, be- start disappearing basically. And, uh, you know, ask becomes like X. And like I gotta ask you a question or whatever. Well, you're from Staten Island, so 
that's, so that's, that's like the hood. Especially thick Italian uh, Really accent. thick. That's where Jersey Shore really? people basically migrated from Staten Island. <laughs> I guess, but anyway. Anyway, back to Child of Eden for a yes. second. I know, JJ, Res is one of your favorite games. It is my favorite game of all time. It pretty much like changed my way of thought when it comes to games. Like, How is that? So now you think very angular and... <laughs> more drugs. <laughs> Everything it, it, with it, more drugs. But it was like, you know, well, I, it started with Knights and then uh, with Res, it was just kind of like, okay, yeah, games can be art. They can be like an experience that isn't just like a, a form of passive entertainment. Like it can make you think, it can make you just change your, I mean, just ch- change the way you look at things. It's, See, I got to admit, I, I thought a lot of people say Res was ahead of its time and I think that's totally true because... I loved everything about Res, except the game itself. Like, and it's not that I didn't like it. Actually, I did. I did like it, but I just I didn't get it for a long time. It took me like years before I finally got Res. And you know, one of our one of my be- all of, a lot of people at the table actually best friends, Jake Kasdal, mm-hmm. um, used to work mm-hmm. at UGA with Mizuguchi, and he was one of the main guys who worked on Res. And so, you know, I was there following it from the beginning. Actually, I think Milky, you were in the media too, so you probably were watching it from the start too mm-hmm. when it was Project uh, Project K, Kandinsky. Yes. Yeah. And um, you know, we got to see versions of it that had uh, underworld music and stuff that didn't make it in the final game. Oh, wow. But um mm-hmm. but basically, you know, I I just didn't get it for a while and and you know, a lot of people said it was ahead of its time. Do you think it's time is finally come now or Well, the problem was um it's not that it was I can agree with the the sentiment that it was ahead of its time, but the the problem was is that America was just not ever really as into electronic music as the rest of the world, mm. like Japan or Europe. So it was more of a a misalignment of, of interest, you know. And where electronic music thrived, like New York City, Los Angeles, Chicago, Detroit, places like that, you know, Sega kind of dropped the ball in terms of, you know, marketing it to the right people. So it was, right. it was really just kind of a weird fit. Um, you know, I, I can totally understand what how JJ feels about the game, but, but to me, the game didn't feel, I I don't look at it in the art kind of way. Mm -hmm. I look at it in the, in the sense that it was just a really, really well-designed game. It was, it was relatively brief, but that five stages that, um, you know, that, that, that length was more than made up for by excellent game design. It was a kind of game you wanted to go back into time and time again. To me, res felt like, um, kind of like the techno successor to something like Panzer Dragoon's Phi, or even you know more than that, um, Space Harrier was like a, it was a Space Harrier to me, but the aesthetic completely appealed to me. It was like that whole mm-hmm. vector graphics Tempest style with the music that I really liked, which was hard electronic music. And so to me, it was per- the perfect game because uh, not because I thought it, you know, created this Ebert esque conversation about games <laughs> versus art, but you know, um, but because it was the perfect package of all the things that I really liked. Simple, simple, dynamic action, great music, and a strong visual style. You know, and, and I think that's also what Child of Eden brings 10 years later. I think you can make the case about the game being ahead of its time by just looking at games that are coming out today. Like, I, I feel like after Res, there was a good five, six, peri- uh, six year period where nobody was trying anything like experimental with sound. And these days, you know, even in a game like L.A. Noir, they use sound cues along with certain gameplay elements like to, you know, work in tandem and kind of bring about uh, not, not so much emotion, but cues for the games. And like uh, the new game from Jonathan Mack. Uh, oh, yeah. Hiroko actually played sound that shapes? at uh, E3. Sound, yeah, sound Shapes, shapes. Oh, yeah. is, is kind of like 
it, it's it stems off from you know the concept that Luminous brought in, where like you know you'd have uh, like a beat line that would you know affect the gameplay, and where sound is very important. And and there have been several games, indie games, have really adopted uh, this the whole concept of using sound as a major focal point for the. Yeah, well, as the hardware has gotten better, especially, like, how it sounds become a big deal. But so Child of Eden is essentially the spiritual successor to Res. I mean, isn't yeah. isn't the name even, like, a play on that somehow? I know it wasn't Eden, like, have something to do with Res? Or... Well, you know, what was really frustrating during um, during the media uh, preparation, you know, and the build-up to the release of Child of Eden is that, you know, I, I assisted Miz, you know, on, on the road last E3, um, at, at multiple uh, media events, some some of the media events I went to myself to represent the game, and it was a little frustrating to meet so many people who praised Res. And I mean, you know, they're not alone. There are so many people out there who really, really, really look at Res as a landmark in in gaming. Mm-hmm. But it was what was frustrating to me was hearing the same questions over and over again, like how does this connect to Res? I mean, if you uh, really, really, really know Res, right? You know, and especially with Res HD, with all that, the you know, it's it doesn't have a lot of backstory in terms of text, yeah. but what little text it does have, they 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 mention Eden. They mention right. the network called Eden. Right, right. So I mean, there are direct correlations between Res and Child of Eden. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, a little tidbit that I'll, I'll fill you in on. You know, this project was originally just called Eden. Okay. Mm-hmm. But you know, there are all kinds of trademark and copyright issues, so we had to find something. We went through dozens and dozens and dozens of names mm-hmm. before we finally settled on Child of Eden. You know, we went through the the typical route like Garden of Eden, you know, Can you all say what the worst thing was? <laughs> we had some really out there ones, just, you know, things that were, um, that were inspired by Eden, but maybe not direct. I mean, I can't really think of much off the top of my head, but you know, child of Eden was actually the one that Ubisoft liked the most. So, um, you know, and Lumi, the character is, is supposed to be the, the child of Eden basically. So, um, spoiler, <laughs> you know, yeah. I think it's sad. Like you're you're interviewing people about this, you know, the sequel to Res, and like one of your questions is, how does it connect to the story of the first game? Like, well, it's not. The sequel I don't. To Res. I, I don't even care. Like the story. Story. <laughs> the story. Okay, right. The, nobody played. Res this for is the an story. experience. This is not an RPG. This is not a adventure title. Like story plays a very, very, very backseat. Like like if. I were to ask ten questions, story would not be one of them. Yeah, I mean, the, the there is a plot to Child of Eden, of course, just as there was a plot sure. to to Res, but it's it's really just kind of a something to take you from A to B. Yeah, just like a little get... bit of a launch pad to t- kind of set you off on your way. And now that you have the premise in your head here, you know, just go experience it. And that's that's the best way to approach. It. I don't think anybody's coming into this game, you know, looking for an RPG level of. Story not. depth and narrative. So either, yeah. It's like Tron in that way. You know, yeah, you're there yeah. for the visual and audio experience, and the story. I mean, the story in the last Tron movie was horrendous. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was fun though. I enjoyed watching. That. I don't know something about that movie. I had really a lot enjoyable. of. I had a great time watching. Even knowing that film. it was bad, the, that light cycle sequence, the you know the visuals, the the set design it was great. Story wasn't anything to write home about, but I I, I left satisfied. You know, I have a very important Child of Eden question that everybody needs to know the answer to. Okay, um, connect. Mm-hmm. Move right. or just regular controller? Uh, you know, if, journalist if, James if, Milky. If, if not, it was supposed a... to, if it was supposed <laughs> to support move, um, I don't know. I think every honestly, I think everybody's going to have their 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 preference. 
Wait, are you I'm, saying it doesn't support Move, or is that something you guys haven't talked about yet? I'm, they, I'm way behind. I thought on it was that. announced that it was going to support Move. I think somebody at Ubisoft, um, quote unquote, leaked that it's going to support Move. But I mean, if you Whether or not don't see that true. one coming, you know, I mean, <laughs> I okay. can't. I can only confirm that I can't confirm anything. Let's pretend that it supports yeah. Move. Okay. Um, well, well, I still have fun if I play it with a controller. Personally, I I love playing it with the controller because that's how I personally play games. However, yeah. if my father-in-law comes over or some of my friends come over and they want to see the game, I'm definitely going to be standing up and playing it with Kinect because that's more of a showcase oh. thing. It's like, check this shit out. Right. You know? But a, a lot of the reviews actually went out of their way to talk about how awesome the Kinect play is. I, I read the joystick review today mm. and they basically said it's it's com- a completely different game with the controller and that it sucks you in and you know, they gave it an awesome review. Well, I think the reason for that is because of the fact that it really feels natural. There's some things that I, I don't think feel natural, just in, and I don't have any exact examples. But for example, if you one idea is if you were trying to do a racing game and you're trying to make like steering wheel motions with your hands, right? You which know, is ridiculous. Which is ridiculous. <laughs> you you always feel like you know you you don't get into a car and you don't not have a, a steering wheel there, so. Right. You know that doesn't feel natural, where where you you expect to have something physical in your hands, but you don't. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. But with Child of Eden, it's kind of like an Iron Man thing. You're you're putting your hands out, and the right. shots that come yeah. out are right. are an extension of your hand, so it feels really natural. So, if you really want to take it to that level and think really deep about it, yes, it is an extension of yourself, and it really helps immerse you in that that situation in the context of the game especially if you have a big tv and a great sound system trust me you are in there if you're playing with connect can i play it sitting down we have um we have definitely done testing and you can play with some degree of success if you're sitting down however the game was designed with people standing up, we were constantly testing it standing so lazy, up in front JJ. of a TV. TV. I, just, <laughs> I, I say that because in my apartment, like the the amount of space I have to be for a right, right, is a place that I. That's why can I actually don't down. own. That's well, that's not the only reason for sure, but that's yeah. one main reason why I don't own a Connect. But you know, another thing about it, to be honest, is is this not the first real? "Quote unquote real game for Connect. I mean, mm-hmm. everything to now has been a bunch of like grandma bullshit. Right. But like, you know, this is like <laughs> the first legitimate game that core gamers would want to play with Connect. So mm-hmm. I think that's you know probably another reason why it's getting reviewed well. Um, I mean, I'm sure it's implemented well and everything too. But people have been waiting for I, I this think, game. Basically, I think even Microsoft must have known that this was going to definitely be a, a key um, title to appeal to core gamers. Um, you know, in the first year of Connect because. And I'm sure they sent their guys out to all the studios working on Connect stuff. But we had some, uh, we had the the Connect team, like the main programmers from Microsoft and the the main the whole team, come out to queue multiple times to work uh-huh. with us really closely about getting that that code down and and making the the reticle and your hand movements as close to one to one as possible. Wow. Of course, there is a little bit of delay and 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 right. latency, but that's also deliberate. You know, mm-hmm. people people may may who play on Connect might think like, oh, there's still some latency or, or delay, but that's actually deliberate because we want people to kind of um, use more um, graceful sweeping motions rather than you know just using their hand as like a, a proxy for a mouse uh. keyboard. <laughs> mm. Well, you know, that was something we were curious about. Um, I was well, Mark had mentioned this as well. Mark brought this up um, yesterday, but like you know, what you guys have been working on this game for a long time, and like basically since. Did it start out as a Connect thing, or did it start before Connect? I don't actually. Well, it. I guess technically it's been a long time. Anytime you spend years on something, it feels like a long time. But they uh, Q actually started um, on 
Child of Eden just just before I got I moved to. And Tokyo. was it already connected at that point, or it was originally designed as a controller only game because okay. um, Microsoft didn't reveal Connect even to us until probably. Uh, I don't know, winter of 09. Okay. So basically, you've been with Kinect since day one. You've right. seen it evolve. Like, you know, how has that been? Like, you're one of the pe- probably few people, I guess, one of the insiders who's seen Kinect, like, evolve over the years. I mean, it's certainly gotten better from what I could tell from when it first was introduced. But what was that like? How, how has it improved since you guys? Because in the beginning, I mean, especially, like, at E3 showings and stuff last year or two years ago, whenever that was, it was not, I mean, it was really kind of janky, basically. Yeah, well, I mean, with any... I, with any early technology, you know, I've seen it now with the with the Vita and and other other new platform announcements. Um, with any new hardware, you know, nothing is is ready. There's there are no libraries. There's there's nothing. We have um, the barest essentials in order to to get programming, and you you're usually programming on a very very incomplete um, um, hardware. It's mm-hmm. still constantly being finessed. I mean, the the first the first Connect camera look completely different than the one that's shipping in stores now so everything evolved so you know it was hard to implement at first we had something really um early up and running but um when we first debuted child of eden at tokyo game show last year in terms of a playable uh you know we got hammered by opinions are pretty split i mean some people were high on it but some people were pretty pretty down i think the people who wanted who were really high on it wanted to be high on it okay god bless them but um, you know i you know one of the things that i was doing at q was giving them an honest you know reality check i you know miz thought it controlled fine i was like hey buddy you it's because you play this every (laughs) day buddy you know yeah hey pal you know you (laughs) you play this thing every day forget about it right so but he was used to it. So when he when we debuted it at the Ubisoft conference at E3 last year, and he was up on stage, you know, it was it was the coolest thing because I was sitting right. in the front row. I was waiting for people to. Nobody was going to expect this because when you mm-hmm. think of Ubisoft, you think Assassin's Creed, you know, Splinter Cell, that kind of stuff. But um, curtains, the curtains are open. Miz walks on stage. I think people hadn't seen him for a while, so mm-hmm. they weren't weren't sure who, who's this guy with the gloves and the jacket. Right? Mm-hmm. He gets up on stage. Lights go out. You know, Lumi comes out in her really fractal state. Mm-hmm. You know, all the music starts, and and then he he you know, and remember, Rez was in a third person perspective. So Miz gets up there, he puts his glove out, and this cursor starts going around on screen, and then you start seeing, you know, creatures come out. You see the lock on, you see the shots, and that's when the 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 roars went up. You know, mm-hmm. and that was an amazing thing. But that build at that time was only playable by Miz because we'd only been working on Connect for a few months so it uh-huh. was it was really early at that time so he knew how to make it look good basically yeah because he was anticipating how it would react you know what angle you had to you know do everything from nothing that nothing that you know the general populace so, could know but um the the difference between that build and what right. has shipped you know as of yesterday um is light years ahead really yeah mm. so you as you know as hardcore as anyone i know would say that this that you know it's it controls well like you you're you're happy with that you're satisfied with the controls there are some there are some adjustments there, there there are some some things you have to kind of um i don't know how to say um compensate for mm-hmm. um one of the the default control mechanism that we um 
put into the game is uh, the lock-on is on your right hand, mm-hmm. and the, the tracer rapid-fire is, is on your left hand. Mm-hmm. So and you can't switch that. That's it's it's very um, carefully balanced. So you you use your right hand to lock on because there are some enemies that require it. There are some enemies that can only be um, shot down using the tracer, which is a rapid fire shot. So when people switch hands, you know when they switch from using the lock on to to using your um, the tracer rapid fire, um, sometimes the camera follows your the hand that you're putting down and and you know it goes off a little bit. Uh, but that's just you know that's just part of the 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 control scheme when when you use the advanced control scheme you uh-huh. can use one hand and then you do a clapping motion to to alternate between the the shots and that's how we actually developed the game you know 95% of the time mm-hmm. can it be either hand when you do the single hand one or yeah you can you can use either left or right um we just figured that I'm a lefty some people were having when we were showing it to the media some people were having a problem you know, alternating between the t- the two different shots. So that's why we decided to put this alternate um, control method in, where it was um, each gun was mapped to a different hand. Right. Mm. Okay. Before we move on, I also want to ask you about the PlayStation Three version because we've been I've been tweeting about this a lot lately for whatever reason it's come up. But um, you know, I personally I don't have a Connect. Um, I can't. I even have a decent size apartment. You've been to my apartment, and yeah. it's it. I can't fit Connect because the way the my couch is set up. Right. Um. There's just I'd have to rearrange my whole apartment in order to get Connect to work, and I'm yeah, not gonna right. like move furniture to play to play the one game, which is honestly the one game I do want to play on Connect. Yeah. Um. So I'm gonna wait for the PS3 version, but um. You know, uh, first of all, what's with the delay? Is that just because, you know, because it was Connect, you guys wanted to have it out first sort of thing? Or is it actually because the PS3 version is not done yet? Or the What it really honestly comes down to is just the fact that our team is relatively small. Uh, I mean, you look at the Kingdom Hearts team, for example, that right. have like 250 yeah. people, right? We have about 30, right. 30 guys on the team. So man, uh, resources, basically. Creating, so you guys are doing PS3 one yourselves. Yeah, we're doing everything in-house. We're not farming That's anything good. out. The, so it's uh, not money hats? No money hats. Oh. Um, <laughs> the, the 360 version is just what we started on. And since it was Kinect, oh. it just kind of led us sure. to, to working on that one uh, first. But now we're working full steam on the PS3 version. And uh, despite the fact that the 360 was the lead skew, the PS3 version is coming along very quickly. Anything you tell us that like nobody knows about it? Anything like is there anything <laughs> going to be different about it or nothing? Uh, you don't have to tell us about the move because you already did. No, Does but, it come um, with no. Res on the Blu-ray? <laughs> yeah. Ah, there you go. Is yeah. it Ray? Res is already on PS3, right? Or is that it's, Xbox? It's Xbox, Xbox only. Oh, it's Xbox? Xbox only. Oh. Um, you know that, that that you know we get a lot of emails about that, and um, that may actually change in the future. We you know there's nothing that we've actually started, but right. there's no reason that we're not doing a PS3 version, except that we just only have one of the manpower. I've seen certain you amount say of that. Resources. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'll, let, I'll let you slide with that one because I have seen you see it on Twitter before, so I know you're telling the truth. Yeah, <laughs> we you know trying to get support. You know, every every man hour makes a big difference. So it's just you know the 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 amount of stuff that we can handle. But um, right now we're, we're working on the PS3 version. There's nothing I can really say about it except that it will definitely be worth the couple months that people have to wait for the PS3 version to get finished. People with PS3s, people with nice TVs, people with all kinds of control 3D. options, you know, it's going to hmm. be really cool. Oh, so I bought the wrong version. I bought, I ordered, <laughs> I ordered, I ordered the but game you're, today. You're the king of like getting things like, you know, at, at a reasonable price price so you know i think uh, <laughs> right i got my copy for 4900 yen which is like about 50 bucks 
I got, I got as far as the checkout thing yesterday on PlayAsia. Seriously, it was in stock. I could yeah, order I it, it and I was, you did from yeah. PlayAsia, yeah, and I was yeah, just like, yeah. you know what? I'm I'm kind of down on Xbox lately. I'm not. I've said it before. Like I think they. We'll talk about E3 after the first break. But I mean, basically, <laughs> I thought E3 was. It was what I feared it would be for them, which is not interesting to me, basically. Mm. And, you know, I just kind of feel like... And I was the biggest Xbox supporter and almost like <coughs> PS3 hater because it was pretty bad for a while. True. But things have turned for me. Now I'm way more... Sony, like, I feel like investing time in the PlayStation, there's a future there. Whereas mm. the Xbox feels like it's over the hill. It's kind of on its way. They're putting all their focus on Kinect games for shit I don't care about. It's like... So I'm really excited about the PS3 version. So I... I yeah, I... I canceled my right in the right in the it was in uh, the cart. You didn't make I canceled. it. Yeah, I, I just I'll have wait. to play it as soon as possible. I, I do really want to play it as soon as yeah. possible. So I'm hoping Milky sends us a copy here I, at the I, office. Here's the wor- play. I hope I get a copy soon. <laughs> yeah. The worst part is that I ordered a Connect today. Also, oh really? And I've been really. But there's nothing wrong with that. There I know. Is nothing wrong with that. I know, but I'm been very outspoken <laughs> against the Connect. Yeah. But I'm such a big. Well, you Res did it for fan. me. I did it for you. Aww. I did it. Yeah, yeah. Here Big we go. Up, fist bump. bump. Yeah. <laughs> I've really, like, I've talked a lot of shit about Connect over the last, I don't know, year. But uh, I figured here's a good excuse to try it. Yeah. And now at least when I talk, if I'm going to talk shit about it in the future, at least I have it and I have that, you know, at least a reason to talk shit about right, it. Right. I think there are going to be feeling. a lot of reasons to, to own it. I mean, I, I I feel the same way as you. You know, the, the current library is not the kind of thing that appeals to me as a gamer. I think there are some things that once my daughter gets older you know that right. she's gonna have fun with because sure. i mean it's obvious like that that's what microsoft's going after they're trying sure. to take nintendo's lunch money that's totally cool you know it just doesn't have lots of games that i want to play but mm. if you have one or you know um i don't have one yet but i'm getting one specifically to play you know our company's own game with it but um i think it's going to be i think it's definitely going to be fun i mean this is the kind of thing you you have a nice tv you have a big yeah. you just got a big giant 65 inch monster or 60, something. 60, 60. <laughs> so, all right it's only it's 60 inches it's, yeah. what's, but, what's uh, the best deal going on a connect these days well i bought it from amazon japan usually they're not they, i don't i haven't seen them discounted that much except unless if you buy it with like the console you really? throw in i gift thought cards. amazon japan was like 110 bucks 150 yeah. it was 11 11000 yen yeah. at amazon so japan it's like what is bucks. what does it retail for in the us 150 well, i've seen deals in in the states where like i don't know if it's cuz it's a bundle or whatever but the prices you can you can find deals on it in the states i'm pretty sure See, I was sure it was going to be in the bargain bins in Japan by now. I mean, not uh, the U.S., obviously. I think the list is 15, isn't it 15,000 yen? It is, yeah, so, so it is a little it's, discounted. It's getting there. Yeah, it's but good. I was kind of hoping it would be cheaper. I think, you know, I've, I said this on the show before, but sooner or later, at least we should get one for the office because we actually yeah. have room for it here. So yeah. maybe, you know, we'll have one here. We can play the game. Well, you know they're coming Loki out, to us. Nyko, you know, the accessory maker? Yeah, they make like a, a lens, a wide-angle ah, like lens wide angle. that you can put on it so you don't need as much space. In your Something tells work, me, though, that that'll distort things they, they're not gonna i mean nyko is actually i know maybe they don't have the best reputation but they mm. actually put out like good stuff now i mean yeah. maybe back in the day it was a little junky but now the stuff they put out is actually I've always been good. Good. Third party then they would have they, then they then they have clearly gotten some uh, maybe some input or some technical feedback from Microsoft. access to the library you know, if it's not if it's not um i don't think official. they mess around anymore i think they're pretty st- pretty serious too legit to quit yeah <laughs> i think so i saw i we we actually had an appointment with at, with nyko at e3 oh, really it's sort of like a courtesy thing because they remember that one year <laughs> where like phone. you you couldn't apply to the to get an invite to e3 you just had but to you like, had to be invited by someone right so to get shipwreck into the show 
<laughs> Nico hooked us up with an invite, so now uh, we always make make sure to put like fifteen minutes. Oh, just that's to good. See. That's good. Well, yeah, I don't want to forget. It was not really nice them to hook us up, so yeah. we always go back. And cheap ass gamers always pay their debts. Exa- exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't we, we never forget a favor. <laughs> <laughs> never awesome. forget. So uh, t- tell us more about. Uh, I want to know about um, this. Two things I want to know. I'm gonna. The first one is just you know you are. Um, Somebody who, like us, used to work in the, well, like a few of us, used to work in the games media. You've crossed over. You've crossed over the world. You've basically gone the other side of the planet to work at a game developer. You've been at Q, what, like a year now? A two year years. And a half? Two years. years. Jesus, time flies, man. In July, it's two years. Wow. wow. That, so what's it, what's it been like? I mean, especially you, because you're, you know, Mr. Outspoken game journalist. You know, everybody knew who you are. You love what you did. You're, you're always hardcore and, and, you know, didn't really pull punches but now you're on the other side like what's it been like how, how are you liking it it's it's great because um you know my my whole day isn't dominated by um child of eden development because i'm not the guy writing the code i'm not the guy creating mm-hmm. the the wireframe models right um i'm there as a producer which in in a company as small as q involves a lot of things you know it's uh, i'm Working with Mizuguchi San in an advisory role, giving him, you know, advice based, you know, basically kind of like a global perspective, like, you know, no, this is a, this is kind of an old school Japanese design sort of philosophy. Are like, you that guy? Are you basically the, you know, the, the, the foreigner who I'm the guy who keeps him honest. Keep, yeah, 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 basically. You know, not not in a heavy handed way. We, you know, Miz is obviously um, just from what you see in the media. He's a he's a very very. Um, positive you know totally. uplifting mm. kind of collaborative spirit you know and and super chill yeah he makes he makes he takes any situation and makes it makes it good you know mm. so it's you know you, you just kind of get into that mood and everything turns very positive and collaborative so right. you know the advice that i give him is is kind of like look if i was a reviewer i would say this about the right. game mm. so why don't we save ourselves some trouble and kind of nix this right now because it's not going to fly mm-hmm. in, in the end product. And I know that Ubisoft's not going to want that, you know, a lot of things. So, you know, not everything I, I, I suggest or propose or, you know, um, put out there um, is implemented into the game or, or you know, sure. just for various logistical reasons. But, you know, I, I think I have a positive effect. But the the rest of my time when I'm not working on the marketing or the promotion or, or um, kind of um, strategizing for the game with, with Ubi, is working on working on new IPs, working on, on new concepts and, um, you know, possibly reviving old concept or older franchises as well. So for me, it's like a dream come true. <laughs> a, a, a friend of mine at another developer said that he's never seen anybody come in to a Japanese game developer like this and have so much, you know, carte blanche. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's really cool because I get to sit around and design games all day, and you know we're we're definitely working on life after Eden. Mm-hmm. Are you well. are you the only uh, the only foreigner in the in the company? You no, know? we have a, we have a we have a few guys. We have Lindsey Gray. Right. Oh right, of course, yeah, Lindsey, yeah. old friend of ours, Australian, but yes. he's been in Japan for I don't know something like fifteen years now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, so I, I think he's li- a lifer. And, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, we just got this. Uh, we got a new um, games content manager. We uh, he actually left Ubisoft to come work with us. Oh, nice. Yeah, his name's, D- we call him Didi. And um, so he's he has an incredible amount of knowledge in terms of just like what gets a game done. And, mm-hmm. you know, he knows the difference between good design and bad design. So he's he, he helped improve Child of Eden a lot as well. And um, we, ha- we have a couple other, we have a couple other um, 
uh, you know, expats from from all around the world, and you know, primarily in the programming programming side. But um, it's still a lo- most primarily Japanese company. Cool. Okay. So obviously, the other question that's on everybody's minds is um, uh, Luminous. When's that coming back? Are you guys going to be having a? P- I know you can't Luminous talk about three. it, but uh, long story short, is we all want a Luminous game, and it kind of yeah. makes sense that for the next PlayStation's launch. Gee, I wonder there if would there be will one. be a Luminous for Vita at has launch. Has there? Has there been? There's been stuff in the news already, right? Of people talking about it, or has there been? Has no, there been like no? So. so so nothing us, was announced at E3, was it? I. Uh, yes, yes, it was. <laughs> yeah, I remember. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. You what was that again? It? I forget. I'm <laughs> pretty uh, sure there was no Luminous announced at E3. Uh, wow. I see. Are you guys interested in, would, you know, another Luminous? Is that what well, Luminous saying? is, <laughs> I, I think, was like, you know, for like a year, the only PSP game I played. So It was, it was yeah. the Wii Sports of the PSP, I feel. The game that pretty much sold it to everybody. Um. Well, okay, I, that's one way to put. I don't know if I'd call it the Wii Sports. I, I mean, I'm it's not, not, it's not a game that appeals to everybody, but it was it was a game that that was it was definitely the yeah. the top you know the one like top quality game I, I think at launch game. and uh you know Luminous is a title that we're constantly um, getting feedback about because you know for example people always wonder when is Luminous the original Luminous. Um, going to go up on PSN or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. And There's all um, sorts of rights issues because of the music and stuff, though, right? Yeah, that's primarily it. And um, you know, I don't want to go into the the financials of it, but um, Luminous One is is would be really tough to get to put onto PSN for sure. a lot of logistic licensing reasons, mm-hmm. um, because at that time there wasn't um, a downloadable sure PSN network, so right. you know. Those rights weren't negotiated in right, advance, right. so um, to do that now sense. would have yeah. to we'd have to create a, a whole new contract, everything. So it's not really worth it. Sure, you know I, I want to get it up on PSN because you know fans fans want it, but um, it's 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 a tough it's a tough um, sell in order to to get something like that done. The next best thing that we could probably do is just do a new luminous right right and that's I think, what you should do right get on that <laughs> yes. right now yeah. I, personally i want to see it because i think that um you know i think that enough time has has passed between the last real proper luminous which to me is luminous 2 mm-hmm. and now it's it's been like five years or something so um you know but because luminous one is has you know it's a, a really popular game with a lot of people and people have really strong feelings about that game we don't want to bring it back until we're we're able to do it right. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, that said, we're constantly looking into uh, into. Well, I think you need to do it right right now because I think if <laughs> I, honestly, though, seriously, you know, all joking aside, if you guys get that thing out for PlayStation Vita's launch, yeah, yeah. which apparently is this year, uh, we'll see about that. But um, you know, you, you got money in the bank right there. I mean, that day one versus even a month later is a huge difference. With that a game would like be that. my launch game. If- I to- I did, absolutely. Yeah. Well, we are so. definitely constantly working on stuff, so <laughs> you know we may yeah. or may not have something to <laughs> announce in the near future. But um, nice. uh, Vita launch is definitely tough because um, it's uh, it's coming up faster than you think. Oh yeah, so, yeah. We really? know um, dev kits went out pretty late, and right, the, right. The, you know, if it was a launch first quarter 2012, that would be better. But, you know, we'll right. see what we can do. Right. Mm. All right. <laughs> Good luck with that. <laughs> I have my hopes up. 
So JJ's waving his arms in the air like a wild man. We're a little short on time today, so is it already time for us to take a break? Or it is, is time there, for us to take a break. Take it, it's actually, face, it, was, it was like time for us to take a break 10 minutes ago, but okay. here we go. Okay, okay. We'll be, we're going to take a break, and we're going to come back and talk about E3. E3. Uh, four of us, four of the five of us at this table were at the show. So uh, I was there on the internet. Yes, you, you were there <laughs> in spirit, yes. vicariously living through us. Right. Okay. We'll be right back. All right, everybody, welcome back. Now it is time to discuss E3, dun, dun, dun. which I, th- I thought was a great show this year. I think uh, I think we should start with the press conferences and maybe uh, move on from there. We can sure. go in order, I guess. And number one was Microsoft, Microsoft, Microsoft. Microsoft. right? And so you guys are both uh, at the, uh, the actual conference, right? I watched it in my hotel room because yeah. I was not getting up that early. That 7 a.m. call time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but somebody's got to be the bad guy every year, right? Definitely. Oh well, but you don't go at seven though. It starts at nine, do you? Yeah, Yeah, I did. Well, we left at seven because the the Uh, the registration line and the wait is kind of uh, hellacious. So it was like one a.m. here. I was gonna try and stay up. You Uh, didn't stay up for it. I like stayed up to just before the time it was gonna start, and then I just went to sleep. And (laughs) I am so glad I went to sleep. Yeah, I really? think that was yeah. the, the the general consensus was that yeah. I, I guess I'll have to be the first one to go on record. I was a little underwhelmed. You know, two years ago when they dragged the Beatles out and, you know, they, they just had a fantastic show that year. Last year, I, I don't know, I didn't really pay attention too much. The Started the, slipping. Yeah, and then, but this year, this year was, the focus was clearly on Connect, and mm-hmm. but it was weird. It was weirdly paced. They started off with some hardcore stuff. And then they really hit the brakes with stuff like Disneyland Adventures. No, don't get me wrong. I think that stuff is great. But the majority of the, the, the media that attends these things mm-hmm. are the really hardcore types. So I right. personally, if I was to structure that conference, I would have started off with, hey, check out these new great Connect experiences for your family. Instead oh, of finishing with right, it. And right. Then, oh, that's right. We've got a bunch of hardcore gamers in the audience. Exactly. Let's show you what we got for you. And I probably would have just structured it like that because... The even the Halo Four reveal at the end felt a little tacked on. You mean it, you mean the Halo Four reveal before the conference even started? I know, <laughs> right? That was a you know bummer. leaks notwithstanding. Sure. You know when they when they showed it at the end of the conference, I felt I was like, well, I appreciate the gesture, but you've kind of you know everything kind of the air went out of the. By that point, it was already yeah, yeah mm-hmm. definitely. I mean, I was only watching it from home, so I it's hard to say. But um, and I was kind of working in the background, but like I didn't, I I was not that impressed. I it, mean, the at least last year's was a freak fest. What with the the, the robes and the in the <laughs> that's well, that was a different right. one. That was a separate actually, a separate event. Yeah, that was a separate event. That was like Connect the night event. before or whatever. But yeah, that was that was horrible. <laughs> yeah. That was horrible. It was hard, it was hot. It was sweaty. It, that was like all Connect as that was a well, basically at least you a got to event. see a custom Cirque du Soleil thing. Horrible. That was like the Cirque du Soleil. Like B B B rank like 
Let yeah, me put it this like, way. I was high and it was still horrible. <laughs> <laughs> okay? It was horrible in every way. I wanted to go home like really soon after I got there. It was horrible. <laughs> but this, this year's, uh, well, the actual press conference here, I agree with you. I think, you know, anytime they, they put together like 20 or 30 minutes worth of Connect stuff in a row. I know. It's just it's just a much. recipe to just tune out. Well, just, it, it's like they don't know their audience, too. Mm. I mean, you're totally right. It was just like, why would you, you, you this isn't, this isn't the moms and the parents and everything this is basically the the enthusiast crowd at E3 and like you you need to appeal to them to get they should know better by now i mean they've been doing this for years you, you might know? think that they just don't care but what mm. i don't understand is if they didn't care then i would have gone large with connect at the beginning right. you know send the message home early like look guys you know we have the hardcore audience we have stuff for you but you know now we're expanding to include your whole family not just the the core gamer right and that's totally okay i mean i think i think disneyland adventures is really cool for like the audience that they're making that for i think it really really works mm. right. star wars a little bit less <laughs> people know? are gonna Dude. buy these games though, but they I are think. gonna buy those yeah. things you know the people who, who bought a connect they're gonna want stuff and th those are the games that you know I think Star Wars really looked well. pretty bad. Yeah, I mean, dude. That looked terrible. But I mean, I, don't gets... get me wrong. I totally know. I mean, Star Wars, you could put, throw crap in a box and put the Star Wars thing on it and they'll sell a million copies, but uh, it looked like But crap it is in kind of fan servicey. I mean, in that Clone Wars kind of way, because they've got all the stuff. They got the pod racing. They've, you know. That's what yeah. I'm waiting for the pod racing. Right. Dude. It's all the stuff that the 10 year olds and <laughs> right. stuff now like, you, which is the right decision, to be fair. But that's basically, not what it is the like game that exists about. to make you look like the Star Wars kid from the internet <laughs> right. like 10 years ago. That was what Mark was saying at E3. Yeah. Yeah. But everybody's talking, all, all, all the core gamers are talking about, like, I want the, the, the force chokehold or whatever, the dark side chokehold. You know, if you don't have the dark side, right. no sale, right? That's how it should be. I just feel like, you know, they are paying the price that Nintendo paid a, a couple of years back when they were like, hey guys, we sports, we everything casual, and everybody just like slammed them for it. Well, and Microsoft doesn't realize that, you know, the people that watch these, at least the conferences, are like the hardcore gamers. Well, yeah, that's what I said. But at I mean, the show, like having Connect and everything is fine, but at the conferences, they need to be right. focusing on the hardcore. Well, the thing that worries me is, and, and this is a serious concern, is I, I am not 100% convinced that they actually understand any of this yet. I've always felt mm. like they sort of have been, I mean, I give credit where credit's due. Xbox has been a major success. They've been really good about it, but I still sure. have this hunch or this sort of feeling that some of that was just like luck. luck. Like they just mm. basically... They turned left when they should have, and they turned right when they should have, and like they sort of made the right decisions here and there. I'm still not convinced they really know what they're doing. Well, Connect definitely could have not succeeded. You know, like right. late late console cycle peripherals have never really worked well if they weren't integrated from the beginning, like you know, Wiimote. Right, no, stuff, totally. Right? But the fact that it did, I mean, to be fair, they put a shit ton of marketing money behind it. Yeah. I mean, it was it would have been hard not to succeed. But I mean, the fact that it's done well is great. But knowing Microsoft as a company who's been around for 20, 30 years, the way they work, I mean, they when something does well, they put like everything into it and they tend to leave the other stuff by the wayside. And if it doesn't work well, they drop it. Right. Pretty quickly. Well, that's the thing. So what I'm Kin. what I see now is I see a big focus, big focus on Connect and the mo you know, controller-free gaming and whatnot and, you know, that worries me because I feel like the only hardcore stuff they had was just another Halo, another Gears, another Fable. You, you just don't show like Sesame Street and Disney. That was the other one, right? Yeah, I knew right. there was another. Although that is, that does look cool. I mean, if I was a yeah, two, but still, I mean, like, I'd be pretty excited. Like, I, you know, I would love it for my son, but it just, it's not you know, getting right. you excited but, watching a right, press conference. Right, right. You know, those things were at least in their own way games, right? You know, so like, you know, Double Fine, I've got a lot of, lot of love for Double Fine. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to the totally, you know, Sesame Street thing. But sure. where where 
where Microsoft really lost me personally during that conference was when they wheeled out um, Kudo and then they they <laughs> they started showing stuff like the the um, the Connect Fun Club or or Fun Labs, Fun right? Labs. the downloadable yeah. right. little mini games thing. Right, but so that is what where I got confused. I mean, like the the whole like take my picture and then draw some sparkly fireworks stuff around me, or have your um, camera recognize your features automatically and auto generate a, an avatar. Those are neat, but those are not lasting experiences. At least you know, not in the way they showed them. Like those are just things that I fool around with for five minutes and then forget about it. It's like, mm. you know, remember PS One and you had baby universe in there or something visualizer right, stuff like right. that those are those are auxiliary exp- experiences but they're not they're not essential well i just right. saw that as like microsoft kind of acknowledging the hacking scene with all the people all the homebrew people are making all these crazy mods with uh like you know you can uh turn yourself into goku with like spiky hair and you can shoot out kamehameha just by using the connect and stuff like that i think they were just taking that kind of thing because it's popular especially on youtube these sure. kind of connect hacks and then just taking that into a onto the Xbox Store where that maybe right it, it would be foolish not to it. take advantage of that because yeah. there's a lot of creativity going around. Right. On the other hand, there were some games that were. Pre- I mean, for me personally, um, I, I almost am embarrassed to say this, but I have said it before. I actually am excited about Modern Warfare. Like I like Call of Duty is my yearly popcorn. That's game. a really good New York City. And, uh, that they made for that yeah, game. Yeah, that looked good. London, all the environments are pretty Oh, that crazy. looked amazing. Yeah, it looks really good. And you know, who cares about the story? It's just a fun, it's just a big budget, like big, you know, visual. What I'm wondering about, though, is, you know, because so many people left Infinity Ward, right. and, you know, and be- because the Modern Warfare 3 is being co-developed with, was The Dead Sledge, Space guys? Sledgehammer? Sledge? Sledgehog? Sledgehammer? Sledgehammer. Sledgehog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I keep thinking, like, one of Sonic's something hog, but um, yeah, Sledgehammer, Sweat Hogs, I think. Sweat, sweat Hogs, <laughs> no, the Welcome Back Hotter yeah, development team, right? <laughs> so I'm wondering, you know, um, obviously by the the look of the demo and the, the quality of it, it's, it look, it's such a high quality game. But um, it was actually Modern Warfare Three that made me suspect that there weren't going to be any huge reveals at the Microsoft conference. Yeah. When you're starting with a third party multi platform mm. title, right? As opposed to some core. Killer. Well, didn't they start with it last year too, or whatever it was? They started with Modern Warfare or Black Ops or whatever. They Modern do that Warfare every was year. there, but I don't think they started out with it. It was it was early on, but I don't think it was. Like I, there. I, I can't get it up for like exclusive. The big exclusivity thing is like first DLC or whatever packs. Or yeah, something. I just don't care that about exciting. that. That's yeah. way out of my. I don't even care. Yeah, I'll just I buy it. Usually every year I buy it. I play it for like five or six days. I, I finish it and I put it on the shelf. I'm I not play, into the I multiplayer with, that if much. If I play multiplayer at all, it's with what comes in the box yeah yeah i'm hard totally. unless they do something like what rockstar did with red dead redemption you mm. know it i don't really care too much about dlc mm. map packs right well there was that i thought tomb raider looked really good i don't know about you guys <sighs> not you not feeling it no i mean like it, it, it just you didn't really, like it either yeah exactly <laughs> oh, she really? was, no that's the noise she made yeah, she was being stabbed <laughs> it felt that. so it felt so it felt so fake i mean it Obviously, it looks like a beautiful reboot, but they've been rebooting the hell out of that series for like yeah, the dude. last three, four right. years. Has it been two years already? Well, you know? it doesn't matter to me because I haven't been interested in Tomb Raider in it, like 10 years or just, whatever it's it been. So felt, to me, it's new. It just felt false to me. You know, like when it, the, the dialogue felt really forced, you know, she's she's grabbing her side. She's overly wounded and she's saying stuff to 
verbally out loud, not an inner monologue. She's saying, "Right, gotta get out of here." Like, so you know, that's they basically took the Uncharted like top ten things that Uncharted does, and they tried to do it. Just play Uncharted, but well, fair enough, but. I mean, I thought, you know, I hate this word, too, because they, they I think they even use this in their thing. But it, the word that came to mind for me was visceral. Like, it did feel very, like, raw. Like, there was a lot of, like, you know, the geometry was not all just, like, standard, like, you know, hallways and shit. Like, stuff is moving back and mm. forth with the water on curves. And but then graphics they hit this really Rube beautiful. Goldberg moment where this very specific <laughs> and meticulously designed puzzle where you have to hit the barrels and set them on fire and then send them down here and it blows up and you know the whole exploding barrel thing needs to f off because like <laughs> there's no exploding barrels in child of eating what Exclusive. zero oh. i can proudly say it is 100 exploding barrel free how about crates are there crates no <laughs> crates well so am i the only one what did you think Jesus? no i thought it looked really cool oh, okay. um yeah i they, think i think the reboot's a, a good direction for it i like that the her breasts are now a normal size not <laughs> freakishly large she looks like a real person now she looks exactly like a real C- Possibly D cup. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, no. C plus. C maybe. plus. All right. But uh, it did look cool. The the uh, they said they hired a cinematographer for this game, and you can oh, yeah. see that it, that's what they're going for. Really, to right, look like right. a movie. We uh, we saw we had an appointment to see that game. Uh, okay. And it did. It, they have like a, they showed a really cool scene. I mean, actually, I, fe- I got to admit, I fell asleep during during it because I was <laughs> sitting on really, the floor. Must have been really cool. I was sitting on the floor and I couldn't see, and I was just like, "But, but shipwreck was really all fire." He couldn't believe that I fell asleep during the part where she she fights a wolf at some point. Okay, and shipwreck could not believe I fell. Asleep. That was amazing. He's like, "I was really? going to wake you up." The but wolf fight was amazing. <laughs> the wolf stabbing. Okay. There was some wolf stabbing, but okay. I, I know shipwreck is very excited about yeah. it. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I thought it looked good. I, one thing is a bummer is it's not out until, like, the end of next year, apparently. Mm, so that's right. a long way to wait for a game. It looked further along. but um. Microsoft made some weird choices in that press conference. I mean, they, they wound up announcing a lot of stuff, like, as the press conference was going on, like, on the Internet. So that I didn't realize, we didn't find out about until after, like, the cloud-saving stuff. Right. They, they came out with a wireless wheel that's like... Like the the uh, like the, the Mario Kart wheel, thing, right. but it's an all, right. but it's actually really good. Like I didn't even know about it. We just happened to be walking by the Microsoft booth, and I there was no line. This is the first party wheel. Yep, and yeah. it's it, they had it demoed for with Forza. With Connect. For no no doesn't work with Connect. It's oh, all okay. self contained, and uh, I tried it with with Forza, and it's it's really responsive. So you really? can actually just sit in bed and yeah with this wheel. And yep. But are you sure it's not? It doesn't work with Connect because I actually, when I heard doesn't it was announced, I thought, "Whoa, the, that's what they need for Connect." One of the things that one of the stipulations that Microsoft has with all their Connect titles is that they do not want you using something as a proxy. Like they don't want you using a broomstick as a lightsaber or or anything because right. that kind of undermines the purpose of the the message of no uh, or hands free hands free right. gaming. But right they now. are allowing you to use controllers now, at least is what I've I've seen at E3 and heard. You mean, I mean, like. As like Co- sort of a supplementary, like to to like you basically oh, the yeah. main control like is with, still with Forza, flapping around or whatever, but you use they're doing head tracking so that you can look in the rearview mirror or to your side right. to see if you're going to pass. Is anybody. that if you have like a multi monitor setup only, or you know, because you'll be looking out the window? And be like, <laughs> like, I can't see the screen <laughs> crash. No, you've got you know functional rearview mirrors in Forza, so I, it totally makes sense. Maybe on the Wii U. Yeah, well, um, we should keep this moving because yeah, we have a lot definitely. more to talk about. But otherwise, I thought the other really big, uh, t- the one other thing I was really excited about is Minecraft. 
um, yeah, which that's, that's is like cool. Yeah, I mean, I've I JJ's the, been talking I, about that for like a year now <clears> or whenever. I want that for the iPad more than I want it for the 360. Is it a game you could play? It seems to me like a game that you like a game game. Though, like it, needs a it is, but like it's power. not something where like controls or make make or break it. You know, well, you're not going to get it on iPad now, right? Because isn't, isn't it exclusive to uh, No, they announced an iOS version. Oh, they did? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's also coming out on that PlayStation cell phone thing as well. Oh. You know, yeah, you know what that. I was actually expecting more out of was that, that high, you know, much rumored and finally confirmed Halo Combat Evolved uh, remake. That didn't look that good. It was pretty framey. From yeah, it didn't look that different. Like, it didn't look that improved. Well, I think it it's just... It looked like the PC version to me. It's just yeah. going to be like, yeah, an HD remake. I don't think they're going to make it, like... Well, you could switch the graphics at any time between the old visuals and the new visuals, like on the fly. I know there was some other game that did that mm-hmm. a couple years ago, but um, it, like, looks skeptical. Love, there was yeah, the Monkey's mind. Island <laughs> games for. Oh yeah, iOS yeah, that was one. Time. But yeah, I, th- I was expecting more after all the you know the hype and the the. I was expecting re- kind of like a modern gen looking reboot, like you know how you want a modern re- uh, Final Fantasy VII remake. I wanted, I was looking forward to a, you know, modern, yeah. engine. Supposedly, oh. it's going to look a lot better. Oh, well, guess who it is? It's Mizuguchi. Can I take this call? You, if you, you <laughs> put him on the air. Live and tell secrets on the show, sure. Hello? <laughs> uh, yeah, I, you know, we live in the, in the age of, like, just taking a PS2 game and putting it in a HD resolution. And right. I think, I think just, we're going to see more and more and more of that, yeah. and it's just a, it's an but easy way okay. to make But that's okay. Like, I, 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 okay, I... I mean, you know what? I shouldn't dog it too much. I mean, I know the guys working on it are really, really, really care about it and are gonna, you know, yeah. do it well, do it proud. I think, but I mean, visually, it's strictly visually speaking, it didn't look like what I was. I was expecting it to look better than Reach, and it mm. looked sub Reach to me. Well, I, I, I feel like a lot of people who want that are just gonna want it because now they can finally play it again on Xbox Live, and I think that's gonna be enough for a lot of people. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. So um, <laughs> I have a little bit of a. Um, Surprise announcement for you guys. Mizuguchi is actually going to come by the studio to say hi. Very nice. Because I told him he's about five minutes away. So Uh (laughs) I told him that I was doing this podcast tonight Uh and that he should come by and say hi and make an appearance. Nice. And, uh, and, uh, but I didn't want to say, I didn't want to tell you guys before. I wanted it to be a surprise. So. Awesome. Nice. I also wasn't sure if he was actually be able to make <laughs> right, it. So right, I didn't right, right. Commit. But, Very um, cool. Well, we'll look forward to that. We better keep going. Wow. <laughs> wow. Um, uh, okay. So uh, we were comments. just talking about Sony. Microsoft. Yeah. So, oh, and so, we're really so, so, hold up. We can't not talk about Halo Four real quick. I mean, Halo it was 4, just a movie. It was just a CG movie. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. Who like, cares? like Master Chief wakes up. Cortana's there, and and. Uh, I told David Ellis like 10 times at E3, they have to explain the jetpack that he suddenly has. They, they better explain it. He promises it will be explained. Upgrades. So. Upgrades, yo. Yeah. Tribes. Upgrades in his sleep. <laughs> it's going to make him a new Tribes game. He was playing Tribes. <laughs> it happened during the Slash fiction that uh, was, you know. Slash him, fiction? Yeah, him with Samus going on adventures together. Yeah. <laughs> It happened. Right, in, it right. happened in that part. Happened of the story. in the fan fiction you wrote right. last year. Yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. So that was Microsoft. Uh, kind of underwhelming. Uh, next up was Nintendo. The next Nintendo. Di- no, no, no Sony. Sony. Oh, Sony, Sony was a night, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same day. Two hundred and forty-nine U.S. dollars. That was yeah. a, that was a Boom. megaton right there. That was a megaton. I called it. I, I called, called it too. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> fist, fist bump for the uh, yes. price calling. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they had to do it. That's a killer price because when you put, you know, if if they even went, you know. 300 or at least for the Wi-Fi version, it was what fifty dollars higher than the than the 3DS. Then it still creates this, you know, this disparity between the two, and people can rationalize. Well, I should get the the 3DS. You know, give it would give the haters reason to say, oh, oh, Vita's never going to be a success. But that price is a 
kick to the crotch. Yeah. In my opinion. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, it's like there's nothing that the Wi-Fi version of the Vita can't do that the 3G version can. The 3G version just allows you to do some mm. more stuff on the fly. Right. You know, I, to me... To me, it's non-essential. Yeah, the 3G, 3G part. doesn't even make sense to me. I mean, basically, from what we heard, they had a developers conference not long. I mean, I think like the next day or something, and basically mm. told people like at the show that I told developers that it's going to work the same way an iPhone works, which is you're going to have your because it's AT and T, which by the way was the best press conference moment <laughs> right. I think I've people ever experienced. Booing. Yeah, I was like, are people actually booing? La- oh, okay. it was loud. They, were, yeah, they booed they were and they laughed. Yeah. Well, they, they so laughed because he said it was like well, I forget fastest, what he said but the, the fastest, fastest or the number one bro- provider or whatever <laughs> provider in right. the, in the yeah. and people were laughing and booing uh-huh. and he just had to wait which is you know yeah. I mean that was that, that was had to probably be not the reaction Awkward. he thought to it be was fair coming. he handled it in stride but um, yeah Wait, what, where are we going with this? You were talking we about... Oh, right, the price. The 3G, so, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so basically, uh, the iPhone model is the same model that this is going to have, which is you're going to be limited to, what was it, 20 megs, I think? 20 meg downloads when you're on 3G, which is like, what's the point? Why do you even need it then if you're only going to be able to do, like, download... You the know, social stuff, you, I you think. You can download Angry Birds. Yeah, you'll be able to download, like, minis, and maybe, and stuff, mm-hmm. and you'll be able to download, you know, your friends list or your I don't think you can do online you can't gaming. Pl- what? You can't play online. No, 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 no you can't. No. There's not. I mean, you maybe like Othello and shit, or like yeah, Carcassonne like, or whatever you guys play. Dude, don't fucking yeah, don't, three, 3G don't is fuck not, with Carcassonne. I, I did. Three G is not um, <laughs> is not designed for like real time wireless. Mm, you know. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's mostly like. I mean, the, think about it. You don't. You can't. You don't play online games on your it's iPhone. For right? Maybe I mean. augmented reality kind of stuff. Mm. You know, live regional sensitive things. You know, if d- developers put in games that right. are you know, detect where you are, whatever. But with the, you know, the, 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 you know, how many Wi-Fi spots there, hotspots there are, you know, there's almost no need really for the 3G. Right. Yeah, especially in the States, Wi-Fi is all over the place. In Japan, it's a little bit, mm. it's a little bit scarce. Well, the thing is, still. if you don't have really? a smart, if yeah. you don't own a smartphone. McDonald's or Starbucks you go into. Yeah, yeah but you Starbucks you got to pay. You have to oh, sign you? up for that kind of stuff here. Yeah, but yeah, if you, you know, BS. if you don't have a smartphone, mm-hmm. Maybe you want to use it to browse the web and stuff, but I mean, it's I gonna really, be horrible. I, if yeah. you're the kind of person who doesn't have a smartphone, you're probably not the kind of person who's going to buy a PlayStation Vita. I think that's me. Uh, so Nobody. we have a guest. We should probably take a little break and then we'll come uh, back. Yeah, let's take a break. In a minute, we'll, we'll get all set up. JJ yeah. looks like he's about to cry. I'm having. I, yeah, <laughs> I don't enjoy. know what I'm going to do right here. Okay. okay. All right, we'll be right back. All with, right, bye uh, guys. Yeah, Tetsuya Misaguchi. Space Cats, ooh la la, here coming at you from Spaceport 9. Tonight I'm investigating reports that aliens have invaded and are forcing people to dance. All lines are clear, ooh la la. Let's see what you're made of. Let's go. Okay, we're back, and uh, we have a very special guest in the house, thanks to uh, one Mr. James Milky. I would like to welcome Mr. Tetsuya Mizuguchi. Hello. Creator of uh, Space Channel 5 and Res, and most recently, Child of Eden. And I think he's our first Japanese guest. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's crazy. You're our first (laughs) Japanese guest. (laughs) (laughs) Even though we've been promising Japanese guests forever. Right, yeah. You did it, yes. (laughs) So, something else you did is uh, Child of Eden is out. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you very much. How does it feel? Uh, you must yeah, be relieved. Yeah, that was a long journey, you know. Mm. Um, almost three years. 
Three, three years. years. Three years. Wow. And, uh, so physically exhausted. I bet. <laughs> yeah, you look a little tired. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, you know, mentally, uh, it's getting uh, coming back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's getting. Uh, mm, it's good. Yeah, you look, you look, you look happy. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. yeah. The face happy. Yeah, <laughs> body, body tired. tired. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. it's out. It's out today. In a, well, two days ago, as as of this recording, but in in the U.S. and yeah. uh, coming to Japan as well, right? Um, or is it announced for Japan actually, or no? Not yet. Not yet. Oh, okay. Really? Later this year. Okay. This year. For all of us here in Japan, right? Because mm-hmm. I, I I tweeted about this earlier today, but. When uh, the res came out, mm-hmm. I imported it uh, from Japan because I lived in America. Yeah. And now I have to import Child of Eden <laughs> from America, from America to, Japan. to Japan. Yeah. It's kind of how it works, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. It's weird how things changed over 10 years. Yeah. Some, <laughs> some people, Japanese, doing the, the same thing. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I bet. So Connect is, you know, is Connect big in japan like but probably not a lot of people have bought connect no, here right no so we should ask we should call to somebody microsoft microsoft, microsoft get microsoft you got why don't you get the microsoft, microsoft japan's president over here you got him on your phone as well, i can right? answer no, that question i, I can answer that question right now it's not big <laughs> yeah. nobody bought an xbox nobody's buying connect yeah. right mm. but yeah, very strange, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now you got the PS3 version coming up, so you're still working on that. You're still kind of busy, right? Yeah. But, but what's next? What's, what's now the Child of Eden's finally done? You're going to take like a long vacation to like Maui or something, right? You're going to go <laughs> oh, on yeah. a, a no? world trip. <laughs> world tour, yeah. Like mm-hmm. Kojima style, go around the whole world and promote the game. What's, what's next? What's next? You mean next game? No, what are you doing next? You don't, yeah, well, yeah, what's next? What <laughs> yeah. You can just tell us your whole lineup. No. Yeah, just, yeah. So just tell us when the next Luminous is coming out and we'll be happy. Uh, <laughs> wow. I didn't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> this is imagination. Yeah. yeah. We, were, we were talking about Luminous earlier that we're really, because the new PlayStation Portable is coming out, the Vita. So it would be awesome if there was a Luminous game. Yeah. So, onigashimasu. What do you think, Miyuki? Uh, well, <laughs> sounds pretty good. Mm. Pretty good idea. Sounds like a good idea. Yeah. 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 So, so what's it been like? I mean, this is, um, w- how does this differ from when you worked on Res? Res was, you know, your, your baby a long time ago. Mm-hmm. This is, so you took a long break. You made, I mean, you made some other games, but you weren't really um, kind of this hands-on with a game in a long time. Mm-hmm. How does it feel to get back in, uh, you know, in the game making? Oh, this is a really, you know, tough journey, you know, the creative journey. You know, it's really, you know, difficult to describe yeah how, you know you feel good and uh you know it's like a synesthesia feeling mm. synesthesia right yeah yeah this is really tough you know how to tell yeah by words and um so but uh after after res i had the uh, you know the vision or i want to to make you know if i have a chance to make a sequel mm-hmm. in the future um i want to you know to make in a much more organic and uh, emotional something than mm. res mm. right so and uh, on the new you know platforms and the new technology mm. so and uh, yeah we took the 10 years 10 years yeah, yeah. yeah. Ten since years. res oh. Jeez. so and uh, between that uh, I started my music project mm-hmm. Yankee right Rockets. Yankee Rockets Yankee and Rockets, uh, yeah. yeah I needed to to you know 
understand how and why and uh, you know the sounds makes the people happier and uh, you know the integration of visual sounds interesting a, yeah the power do you feel like the 10 years between Res and Child of Eden do you think that if you were able to make Child of Eden right after Res mm -hmm. would it have been a different game then than it is now I think totally different really and uh, I think that it's not good Really? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Too much like yeah. too much too similar to Res, the original. Yeah, or you know, um, that's you know, I'm not ready. Yeah, I'm right. Not ready. Yeah, I mean, he just he said he just went on like a journey for like the last ten years, right. checking out you know yeah. the Genki Rockets. So Genki Rockets, I think probably a lot of our listeners already know what Genki Rockets is, but is a uh, musical. Um, I wouldn't call it a group, right? But I guess it's, you know, music. What do you project. Guys, project, yeah, that uh, Mizuku san has been working on for a while. And I've actually been to a couple of their live shows in Japan. Mm. They've been really, really fun. Mm. Um, and so Genki Rockets is doing, is, is the heart of the music in in uh, Child of Eden, right? Yeah. yeah. So is all of the music mm -hmm. Genki? Okay, so the whole thing is Genki Rockets this time. Mm -hmm. Very so interesting. Yeah. Remixes of some, Genki Rockets songs, you mean? Yeah, some DJs and the remixes joining this project. Okay. And uh, from original track of Genki Rockets, right? They did the uh, the remix, so for Child of Eden. Nice. Mm -hmm. And you guys have that uh, that uh, well. Last time you had the trance vibrator, <laughs> which uh, was very very cool and yeah. uh, very made fun. made for some very interesting net videos and stuff. Um, I bought one for my wife, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't she didn't like it. I have to admit, she thought it was a little too uh, I think intense. She yeah. said. <laughs> but we tried it. We tried it. I don't want to And during please, during the break, please. you were telling us too that you you guys wanted to play a Res song at your wedding, right? We yeah, we we had to find a song for the first dance, and we wound up buying like the thirty dollar import soundtrack. You know, oh right, because this was in the U.S. Oh. It was, yeah, we were still in the U.S. and we bought it, and it was just it was it was too hard. Like the no. music, it was but too you, you too intense. Which track was it? We were gonna try to do like Fear oh, or something, wow, but it's really? too. It's I said, <laughs> my wife really wanted to do it. Mm -hmm. And I said, you can't. This is like really like heavy duty. Yeah. This is a wedding. <laughs> can't do this in a wedding. And we're not and tear the house down. The lyrical yeah. content is also kind of like, eh, not Fear so is a mind killer. Right. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. so we're getting mad. So you have fear? Right, uh, exactly. Yeah. That's exactly what I said to her. And we can't. Uh, she really wanted to yeah. do it. And she, finally, I convinced her that we, we yeah. look, it's okay to, that we love the game. We don't need to have it at the wedding. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny that you were the one who had to talk her off the ledge. I know, right. usually be the other way around. No, yeah, well, we maybe at the 10th anniversary uh, party or something. You yeah. can that would that. be okay. That would be okay. But, uh, but so you had the trans vibrator last time, but this time I saw um, you were on TV a few months ago on that NHK special and uh, you had this like girdle of controllers around your waist. Now is that... Trans girdle. Yeah, is that, is that actually coming out? Is that, or is that just, you just use Xbox controllers for extra vibration? Is that what it is? Yeah, that was... It was an experiment. experiment. Yeah. So does, does that work yeah, with that the real game? Yeah, that was a joke. Kind of a joke. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but, uh, the girdle controller? Yeah, this is very practical. Mm. Right, and, right. Uh, and uh, we, yeah, so we made, and uh, you can you can make it very easy. Yeah, you can make your own, this make it at home. Set, right. Uh -huh. And uh, you can put uh, four controllers maximum. Right. So, But it, it does support that? Hmm? The four controllers, you can still do it if you want to? Mm -hmm. huh? Nice. We designed a two different type of vibrations yeah. really so what are the difference well one does like the bass beat the other one 
one does the bass beat, the other one does like the, the another rhythm. But oh. you can actually plug four controllers in to get four vibrations, but it'll be two channels of vibration. Mm -hmm. Wow. Wow. Mm. You're mixing you know, the, from the music, and uh, another vibration is from you. Does is is that like the if if I were to get the best experience I want out of Child of Eden, <laughs> you would connect four controllers to your head, really, and yeah. have connect. Like yeah, so would you put it around your stomach with or with like feels your good, chest? Where really? it feels good, okay. down yeah. your pants. But no. then you can put the uh, maybe 10, 20 controllers. <laughs> really? <laughs> if you're yeah. like really? You're using the, vibrating you know, the ball. Yeah, right. USB hub. Uh. Oh, so it's just uh, unlimited controllers. Yeah. It's just that. Oh, yeah. oh I'm wow. waiting. Right. Wow. <laughs> I, will, I will dip in a pool of <laughs> Xbox controllers. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. waiting for you. Yes. Yeah. Well, I think TP, you need to get on the, on the horn with your night girlfriend. Please upload the video on YouTube. Yeah. I, yes. will, I will let someone braver than me do that. Yeah, we, probably have it. we probably have like six or seven down? Xbox controllers. Yeah. If someone could pay for them, I would, <laughs> I would totally right. do that. I'm poor. I'm mm. sorry. We'll collect, we'll collect some Xbox controllers and right. try it out. We'll put JJ in the tub. Sure. We don't have a tub, but we'll figure it out. You'll get cancer in about... Five minutes. <laughs> like, like to be uh, like totally honest. Like, I, I'm unfortunately going to be playing the game with a controller, but like I really want to experience this way the way the, this game the way it was meant to be experienced. And so, if there was a chance that I could play it with a girdle with controllers and everything, yeah. I would totally do it. Yeah, vibration suit. Yes, yeah. <laughs> vibration suit. Nice. Wow. Yeah, put me put me in a suit. I will do it. Yeah. And Cheapy, you got your buddies at Nyko, so you can get, you know, you just did them a favor and sat with them at E3. Get on the horn with them and have them make uh, the girdle controller. I think I have like four or five Xbox really? controllers at home. Everybody All right. just needs to bring yep. over their controllers mm -hmm. and like bury Justin under a mountain of controllers. <laughs> uh -huh. We'll try it. And then start playing Child of Eden. I would, yeah. That would make me very happy. Wait to hear the screams. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> That's happy screams. Yeah, happy yeah. screams. Screams mm -hmm. of joy. Yeah. Okay, mm. we just made a promise here. Right, we're it's gonna done. do it. <laughs> well, I wish we knew you were coming. We could have asked uh, our listeners to prepare some questions and stuff, but we were sort of caught caught off guard. But um, deliberate surprise. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's it's awesome. Um, we're super happy for you. It's it's great that the game is coming out, and uh, and the reviews are awesome. Yes, yes. the reviews yeah. have been very good. Metacritic mm -hmm. is like happy, so I'm sure Ubisoft is happy, and you guys are happy, and that's really really cool. Mm -hmm. It's actually sold out in a bunch of places from um, pictures that people have sent me. Really? They, sh they sent me pictures of the empty Child of Eden spot. Wow. Yeah. Nice. nice. Very At cool. Best mm. Buy. And nice. Mm. So hopefully awesome. people are out there buying it up. Mm. Very yeah. cool, yeah. Mm. So uh, what about you? What's what's going on? So, you, I mean, if you're not, we don't have to talk about the next game, but what are you going to do now that you're done? You're gonna Are you going to take a break, or what's what's in your plans for the next <laughs> Ten you <know>? more years? <laughs> Ten more years? You probably, well, yeah, I guess if they are working on something, he has no time to take a break. But, right. mm. Mm. So, God, I see. Yeah. He hasn't said anything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Don't answering questions in my head. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, ah, I see. Yeah, but so, you know, the we are team, and uh, so there's some people moving yeah, for the next project. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, yeah, this is like you know, really good atmosphere. Now. Yeah. Mm. You know, the Q Entertainment. Uh, it's not so big studio, but uh, we have uh, seventy people. Seventy. Wow. Including. Uh, the mobile phone and the PC right. team, mm. and uh, so everybody moving. You know, really good flow now. Uh, getting better. Getting better. <laughs> getting better. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so some people, you know, preparing the new project. And uh, the me, I have a uh, uh, every day. I have about the meeting. Uh -huh. with the uh, 
new type of people. New, new type, type of people. Of people. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, so, did you see the NHK uh, game revolution? Yeah, that that's the thing where I wish second one. Oh, the second one. No, uh, I only I saw the first the, one. I had the interviews uh-huh. with the uh, ten people. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the five Japanese, five uh, four Japanese, six Americans. Uh huh. And um, yeah, I had the uh, very interesting interviews. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. Are so you suggesting we should go watch them to hear get hints about what you're doing next? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, he he mm-hmm. he interviewed even personally heroes of his own. I don't know if you can hear me or not, but he no. Um, Miz interviewed personal heroes of his own one was Martin Minsky Marvin Minsky Marvin Minsky mm-hmm. and he was an, an advi- one of the original advisors for um, uh, 2001 Space, Space Odyssey, Odyssey. Oh. Oh. collaborated with Arthur C. Clarke and Stanley Kubrick so yeah, yeah. pioneer mm-hmm. in artificial intelligence so I mean Miz is going super deep oh, like, wow, super deep so <laughs> deep, deep yeah. ops mm. I, I, is, will it ever play on NHK again or is it just uh, no but I have a copy of DVD <gasps> Oh yeah, you gotta hook us up. I want to check it out. That would be awesome. Thank you. So that was so enjoyed to me. Mm. Yeah. And um, so you know, it's like opening the new door. Yeah. And uh, traditional game designers, um, I have no that kind of people. Mm. Uh huh. So some game designers, yes, but uh, I had the interview with uh, Jane Magonigal. Uh, she she made uh, the game called Evoke, and uh, Evoke. she tagged mm-hmm. with World Bank Institute, uh-huh. and uh, she made a game. This is like uh, you know you know gamification. Gamification. Yeah, this is a little bit a seri- serious type of game. Uh-huh. But mm. uh, you know the young people play this game and uh, um, to solve kind of uh, you know African. Uh, right, solve like world like problems and stuff like that. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You talked about this uh, at your TED speech, right? Yeah. Okay. Mm. And uh, she's yeah, just only one game designer, I think. Mm. And uh, I had the interview with uh, Neil Young. Oh, nice. Neil, Young. Neil uh, formerly of EA. Yeah. And uh, now oh, he's at... Angimoko. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Angimoko, right? Mm. right? Not Harvest Moon or whatever Harvest thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the Richard Garriott. Oh, nice. The Lord creator British. of Ultima. Yes, mm. Lord British. Mm. Awesome. And some scientists. Wow. Yeah. So brain scientists, and, uh, including the Marvin Minsky. Right, right. Artificial intelligence. So, <clears throat> yeah, I asked to, you know, anybody, you know, what do you think about the future of the game? Mm. Right. Mm. You must have got some interesting responses. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Mm, mm. Especially from like scientists, yeah. And brain yeah. Scientists I'm, I'm, I'm and curious to hear like what what would a scientist say about the future of games? Like, are they gamers? Do they play games, or is it is no, it, not all? Really? Almost, yeah. I know so on like one of those NHK specials, there was the thing in Russia where they they were they're doing like Microsoft's like next thing, where they're like doing experiments on the brain to like mm-hmm. so people can control games with their brain basically. Yeah, yeah, they yeah, have yeah, controllers yeah. out there that do that sort of thing. I mean, it's really primitive, but. Right, yeah. but they're putting like lots of money and research into that mm-hmm. as like you know something right. a few years down the line or whatever. Mm-hmm. But do you do you feel like controlling a game with your brain does it lose mm-hmm. something? I don't think so. Yeah, because mm-hmm. like I feel like con- using your your body, even if even if it's just your fingers, like I feel like there's a connection with the game that you can't get by just like 
you know, like right. people can't see you making <laughs> stupid faces. Right. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to do that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah me, me neither. <laughs> right. Yeah, but some scientists, like a uh, brain scientist, uh, mentioned about uh, brain getting social. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Yeah, getting it's social. like a social brain. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So uh-huh. it's the uh, positive meaning. Mm-hmm. So not only uh, you know, it's like uh, not like you know Akira or something. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know. We're gonna be plugged in like the Matrix. <laughs> mm. But uh, because yeah, so people doing now you know social network mm-hmm. and uh, connecting with the uh, you know uh, very in a conscious consciousness. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm. So. Deep, yeah. yeah I, deep, I I feel like I really need to watch the special. Yeah, you should. Yeah. If, if, yeah. We'll definitely check it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, sure. I have a, a fanboy question. Um, <laughs> do you think you'll ever? Be good, JJ. You, do you think you'll ever return to making racing games at all? Oh. <laughs> uh, I we talked about this earlier, but uh, Sega, JJ's about I, to get himself I, kicked I, off the podcast. I played Sega Rally um, for Sega Saturn. Yeah. Uh, so much when I was a kid. Um, there was a whole summer where me and my friend every night would play the game and try to time our car mm-hmm. along with the replay music. Yeah. So when we hit the first jump in uh, the first stage, it would hit just as the music started to change in the replay mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And like I felt like even from that, la- Hiroko's laughing, but I feel like... <laughs> We're all laughing inside, yeah, JJ. Right. <laughs> but I, I just, it, like, I, I love Sega Rally, and I, I love all your games, of course. I'm, I'm like, gushing over here. <laughs> you are. Uh, Let's get to the question. <laughs> right, but I just, I just want, I just... Uh, you want him to make a rate, you want him to make Sega Rally again. Well, no, I just want to know, like, uh, to you, like, do you feel like racing games are something you would ever return to, or was it just something you did because you were at Sega at the time and they needed you to make a racing game? Mm, I can't deny my future. Ah. <laughs> Mm. Yeah. You never know what the future might hold. Right. Yeah. It seems hard to come out with a new racing game franchise now. I mean, there's a lot of good ones that have come out recently and that have failed. Right. right. Split Second got really good reviews. Right. And f- failed. Blur, same same sort of situation. Right. Mm. But you don't you don't want to make a race. Uh, I mean, I don't. I personally, I'd rather keep McKee's making the kind of games he's making now. Right. But I I don't think that like when I say racing game, I don't. Th- I, I, you don't have to make date or uh, Sega Rally again. But I feel like, you know, you want a racing game that uses the girdle controller. No, I mean like <laughs> you know, t- mind control. Musical uh, Sun has made a lot of games and has matured a lot as a game developer since Sega Rally, and I would love to see like the culmination of that knowledge. Mm. Mixed in with a little bit of old school. Can I say something vague? <laughs> yeah. Say okay. something vague. Milky wants to say something uh, vague. Okay, so can you hear me? Yeah, I can like hear my, you. Um, <laughs> we're always talking about what we can do with kind of current technology. And, yeah. and, you know, every project, you know, especially with Child of Eden, we learn a lot in terms of what the hardware can do. You know, Child of Eden would not have existed in the past if he did it right after Res. Not, sure. not in the way it's... It turned out. Turned out now mm. because what we can do with the 360 and PS3 is just pretty incredible, right? So we've actively talked about th- all kinds of topics that we could apply the synesthesia yeah. um, concept to racing games, yeah. FPS, anything. You know, so the topic has come up. If that that tickles appeared, your yeah, if yeah, that tickles your fancy. your fancy at all, but um, uh, you know. 
I'll let Ms. finish the, finish the the question, but I did want to let you know that you know the discussion has come up, mm -hmm. so it's not um, it's not off off topic or anything. Thanks. Well, you know, thinking of future stuff, what about um, what did you think of uh, Wii, you, and uh, you were at E3? As what did you think of the new Wii and uh, PlayStation Vita? Are you interested? Like, could we see Child of Eden on the Wii U in the future, or what do you think? Mm. So. To be honest, um, I'm still confusing. Still confused about mm -hmm. Wii, the new Wii? Wii U. Mm -hmm. So, um, it's really, you know, difficult to tell to the people, you know, to my friends or family, you know. Ah, to explain oh. what it is. Yeah. So yeah. Wii U, and uh, I can explain about, uh, you know, the controller. It is difficult right. to explain. Right, it's like too, yeah, and they confuse a lot of people with that at the E3. I guess we're sort of getting into the Nintendo talk a little bit, yeah. but but yeah, mm. it seems confused. A lot of people were confused. The stock dropped a whole yeah. bunch right mm. after uh, mm. the E3, and mm. you know, because they focused on the controller, and people were like, "Oh, is it a new system, or is it like we fit?" That you mm -hmm. just get a new add-on, right? Right. right. So people mm. were confused. And the games they showed looked like Wii games. Mm. Well, you'd yeah. think you know different control devices like PlayStation Three. Hopefully, there you know there could be some kind of use of move, and you know with the game like Tile of Eden and mm. with the Wii, maybe there could be something with the screen. I, I don't even know what that is, but I'm sure you guys have thought about it more than I have. But um, but what about uh, Vita? Vita. Vita, mm, it's okay. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. all right. It's so easy to yeah, understand. You know. Yeah, and uh, but um, I think the smartphone, you know, it's like an iPhone and an Android mm -hmm. phone coming um you know soon mm -hmm. it's like a more like like a vita so right. like the they're eating generation. into eating into the mm -hmm. potential totally. i right. guess yeah mark yeah absolutely so, totally so i think it's the uh if you know the three years later mm -hmm. mm, i think the landscape will be changed yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. It's I hard mean, to tell too. It I seems like where we're going. It used to be really easy to predict where the future of the game industry yeah. is going. Now, mm -hmm. who knows? It's I, all I feel like it's already changed, though. I mm. think now, like most people, like I, even me, I game on my iPhone more than I do on my console, even. Mm -hmm. And I feel like a lot of people are like that. Mm -hmm. And the Vita, like it's, it looks amazing. Mm -hmm. The graphics are amazing. The yeah, screen yeah. is amazing, mm -hmm. but. On the go, 99 cent game, 10 minutes, that's all I need. Mm -hmm. You're getting old, JJ. I am getting old, but I, I feel like... I agree with you, 100%. I feel, I feel yeah, like yeah. most people are like that these mm -hmm. days. Right, yeah. It's going to be a different landscape for sure. Mm -hmm. And the many people will have uh, the, you know, the new console, game console. I mean, you know, like uh, Android. Right, yeah. right, the new handhelds. So mm -hmm. no game experience at all. Yeah. But, uh, you know, some... Many people will start to play the game from smartphone. Right, right. their first kind games. Of people, so many people in right. exist in sure. the world. Sure. So then, you know, five years, ten years later, mm. that kind of people still play the game. Mm. What kind of game? Right, right. right. Yeah, so. maybe they'll go back to the Vita. Maybe, mm. but yeah. we'll yeah. see. I it didn't really work Things with the changing. Wii. I don't think. Mm. Yeah, I think you can see in the 3DS numbers. I I agree. You yeah. Know? So mm. like, there's a. I mean, I'm I'm still behind the 3DS for sure, but there's definitely it's sort of just a changed feeling of you know how things are going. Mm. But um, mm. we should probably keep moving. How huh? we gotta we gotta. Did you yeah. wanna? Yeah. Did you wanna? Yeah. So, okay. So we have to get. 
keep get the show moving. Uh-huh. So we wanted to ask you if you had a message uh, you want to say to your fans that are listening. A lot of people listen to this podcast. A lot of them are certainly going to be picking up Child of Eden. Do mm-hmm. uh, you want to give a message? Um, yeah. Thank you for playing Child of Eden. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, if um, uh, you don't play the game yet, uh, please play and uh, please... Mm, Please touch, please feel, and uh, this is a new Shinastasia game from from us from K Entertainment, and uh, yeah. So this is not the goal yet. Mm. Yeah, this not yet. Not yeah. Really? Mm, this is not goal. Mm. So it's another step, right? Yeah, and uh, but uh, we want to share the future with you, and uh, I'm, we are really happy to happy if you play the game all right right thank you awesome yeah thanks for coming by um you're welcome to stick around if you like but uh we're gonna take a quick break i guess Mm -hmm. and then come back and hit up sony nintendo and very abbreviated news because we're now we're running way longer than we expected yeah we may not even uh, yeah we'll, we'll be back uh after this <laughs> All right, welcome back, everybody. Uh, I think we should talk more a little bit about E3, continue where we left off with Sony. Yes, we were in the middle of gushing about, or I should say gushing, complaining about the uh, the 3G situation, I think, when uh, Mizuguchi-san showed up. But, yeah, I uh, mean, 3G, non-factor, whatever. Yeah, I don't think yeah, it's really pretty a factor. Much. You don't get it, you don't need it. I mean, I guess some people who can afford it, you know, the extra cost of the 3G plus the mm, 3G right. subscription will, will enjoy it, but you don't really need it, and you're not... It doesn't seem like anything. it, yeah. Yeah. And I guess, you know, in Japan, it's more like, this is only relevant to probably us, but, you know, it's more likely that they'll have a decent provider. There's nobody along, even the worst provider in Japan is not as universally unliked as AT&T. So I think one way or another, and, you know, they've had, uh, Sony has had relationships with NTT, who, you know, Docomo in other yeah. areas, other fields. So it seems, you know, like a safe bet, you know. I hope it's Docomo. I hope so, too, because Docomo is, re- I mean, they're probably more expensive. But, but do they're you really care? You're just going to use a well, Wi-Fi. Okay, sure. I don't yeah. care because I'm not going to use the it. But, but in I terms of quality, Docomo is way better than the other providers if they're going to, for Some people who are actually going to use it. I think like 5% of the people are going to buy the 3G model like and actually I agree. use it. You know, I think mm. the thing that's really um, the big, besides the, the low price, for all that technology, I think the the key thing with the Vita is that it's region free. Yes, that is key. I am very yeah. excited about that. Uh, Bye, Hiroko. Hiroko's leaving Bye, us now because she had to head out early. You yeah, can't. Sorry. I, oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll see you guys tomorrow. Okay, that's about it. Bye. Very loose podcast this week. By the way. Yeah, yeah, we're just yeah. people coming in and out. <laughs> Mark's not here, and Mark shit is just going goes to crazy. kill us when he listens to this. Sorry, Mark. He's going to kill you. For, well, anyway. Why? You're, you're in charge here. So let's, uh, <laughs> let's... I can't stop you from asking questions about Sega Rally. Well, what else did um, Sony show? <laughs> what else did you see at Sony's press conference that you thought uh, was, was well, pretty exciting? The big thing at Sony was the Vita, obviously. That right. was the highlight. But besides but that... But I thought, I thought Sony's um, exclusives... And I've never been big on Sony's exclusives in the past. I don't really have a lot of 
interest in in resistance and stuff because to me they just don't seem to have as much character you know even kill zone is you know it had character but it didn't have the game mechanics what about uncharted though i like uncharted but i I don't know like to me things with character things that really separate sony from the rest of the pack are games like last guardian exactly they don't have more art style everything else that they've got is kind of like you know their equivalent of what Microsoft has. So the, the the Last Guardians is like really the kind of thing that stands out. But this year, I really felt that they were much stronger in terms of exclusives than what the 360 is planning to offer. It started I mean, to feel more like the Sony of old, like the Sony from back in the like PS1, PS2 era, yeah. who actually had a lot of you know cool like smaller titles to put or it just in perspective unique games against the Microsoft conference. I didn't really feel like Microsoft had any surprises. Gears of War three, I'm really looking forward to it, but I was not surprised by it. Right, you know. Um, it's not to say Sony was full of surprises, but I thought their lineup was more interesting. I thought that their the way they started the show, the way Dre- Jack Trenton was um, seemed sincerely apologetic. You know, I, I thought that was the right about way the to, PSN situation. About the PSN situation. I thought that was the right way to, to start the the conference, and it wasn't flashy. You know, aside from Kobe Bryant showing up and sucking the <laughs> NBA 2K, right. those kinds of things. But I, I thought they had a more interesting show. It wasn't a great show, but it wasn't a bad show. Definitely. I, I, I agree with that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, just, you know, there were a lot of games that I didn't care about at that conference, but, you know, I cared about them more than Connect games still. And what, what going back to what John said, you know, I used to be a huge, huge, huge um, uh, believer in my 360, and I still am. I really like my 360, but I, I don't have a I don't have a slim unit, so I still it still sounds like a helicopter landing in my studio <laughs> every time I turn it on. But I'm I find myself playing a lot more games in front of my PS3. Just yeah, um, it you know I like not having to put in four discs for LA Noir or whatever you know and yeah, yeah totally, you know, uh, totally they have they have I don't know I've just been enjoying a lot more on ps3 than i have it's this weird abusive relationship with sony too because like for so long we were so ups- i was anyway so upset with how things were going i mean let's face it ps3 was not like i mean it was pretty much crap for a couple of years before they finally got their shit together but like now i feel like it, you know it's funny the whole um the the psn thing happened and i actually didn't realize that i enjoyed psn as much as i did until i was without it and then like i was like longing for it to come back it's like an abusive relationship or something where and you're I like i almost felt i almost felt um like i wanted to defend sony somehow because you know people hacking into the psn thing i thought was a pretty shitty deal. well that's yeah that's an even that's a whole you other know, thing the whole hacking thing is getting but it, out it actually hand, made but. me care a little bit more about sony to see them under siege like this so I, I don't know if the majority of people feel that way but you know people don't seem to have held the the psn outage against sony uh, right no i, I don't yeah. I, that's what i mean i don't either like i was happy to have it back i wasn't thinking how burned i was i was thinking okay i actually am glad it's back and i'm going to make use of this thing now, the so. welcome back program kind of did it's magic like as soon as i started playing wipeout and super stardust i was like ah i don't what we yes yes sony i love you <laughs> see for me those those free games didn't matter so much since i had them all already so i, I was kind of like shit out of luck when it came to that but um you know, I think it was the the right gesture by right. Sony, you know. Well, let's so back to E3 though. So there was, you know, there was some interesting stuff there. There was the uh the, what's the game that's connected to Eve Online? There was uh Dust oh, Dust yeah, which I mean I think that looks pretty cool myself. It's a cool it's concept. It's not something that I'm personally interested in, but it's definitely a concept. Like that's a take they're taking an interesting I tell you right now, it that. made me 100 and 50% more interested in EVE Online than I had ever been before. I just right. thought it was like some MMO that a bunch of people are interested in, but I don't care about. And, but, you know, I, I found myself wondering, how is this all going to link together? I thought it was pretty cool. It's a cool concept. And then they had Starhawk, 
which I think was another one where it looks. It is, I mean, I'm not a huge Warhawk fan, but I mean, it's 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 apparently not that much like Warhawk, anyways. I was um, I was a little surprised they didn't put more focus on Twisted Metal. Yeah, I saw actually I saw a few videos from E3 on that game, and like I was my interest level was zero, but it looks pretty damn fun. Like really hectic, uh, like action packed. Because you know, like racing combat games kind of have a tendency to be like ah, I can't aim because you know I'm in a car and I'm like all over the place but it looked really smooth and looked really fun anything that David Jaffe's involved in is usually a really fun game I mean yeah. Twisted Metal Black was really great on PS2 so I'm expecting this one to be good stuff right what, what was that arcade game that he came out with that people stopped playing <laughs> a week? Call Call Cars. Cars. Yeah, that would, people played that for about a week <laughs> and I was gone. That, it it got like weird. amazing reviews, like the Jaffe Curve. It was right, like, people were did. just like, "This is the I can't believe how awesome this is." A week later, you couldn't get into a game. It was like <laughs> nobody was nobody was playing. I it. It was this, an this interesting the, downloadable game, but you know that's mm. it's a good thing. It was perfect downloadable, but well. So what about you? What did yeah. you like? What did you At think Sony? of Sony? Yeah. Eh, you know, I I like Uncharted, and I think like the 3D looks good in that. I mean, there's not a there's not a lot of good looking 3D games out. Mm. There's there's a bunch of games that use 3D, but not a lot that you see like that use it well. Motorstorm is one, and this one looks like it could be pretty good too. Did you get Wipeout? I have Wipeout. Yeah, Wipeout's pretty good in 3D I as well. I I've I've had that one too, but there's not a lot. So that that kind of looks cool. Um. That that three D TV thing was pretty interesting. They've got that, that uh, PlayStation branded TV. Yeah, I'm, I'm stoked for that. Yeah, dude, that's I think nuts. It's a good but I wouldn't if that I, really works. That's pretty cool. You know what though? I really gotta say, like, I wouldn't recommend buying a three D TV right now. There's just there's just not a lot of content out for it. Well, what what you just wait until there's a better a better system. Mm. I think people are really waiting for the glasses glass glasses free right. Yeah, because I I mean really like. I got. Tr- I bought the Tron movie. As I, as I predicted. <laughs> well, you predicted. You were right. I, ga- I caved. I caved on that. Um, but there's not a lot of movies out that are in three, especially in Japan. It's like even less than in America. Um, and there's not a lot of games. I mean, it's just there's just not not. And the ones that that do have 3D are not great. Right. They don't. The right. 3D just doesn't look good. Well, I, I'm not one to argue for or against 3D because I can't see it. But I did think that the TV, <laughs> uh, the TV idea is. Would pretty you be cool. able to see that TV? No, why would? Oh, I? that that you mean you're yeah. talking about that special technology where thing. half. Well, I don't know. Maybe, I, maybe I'd see one side. I don't know which one. That has I nothing guess. to do. I <laughs> yeah, think that presumably. should be okay. Yeah, but I mean, because yeah. that would really. I guess I'll you. always have to be player one or player two. <laughs> I don't know. We'll have to see. But they use my that TV technology in cars. That TV anyway, really? So. For on, on like GPS on the screen inside a car, so like the driver can look at the GPS uh, and the passenger can look at a DVD. It's like in range, high-end Range Rovers oh, and wow. stuff like that, Cadillacs. But, but, you know, for people without John's particular affliction, they, you know, it's, it's I think for <laughs> Sony, you know, they're, they're trying to push 3D gaming. This is a good way to do it because oh, it's entry level. It's a decent size. You know, it's just like a Dell monitor kind of size TV. Twenty was it? Twenty four inches, inches, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, but and it's it's affordable. I think what was it? Four ninety nine. It's, it's like a college dorm what TV. Yeah. yeah, no, it makes yeah. total like sense. A yeah, TV. I mean, I would have killed for like a Super Nintendo version of that when I was you know twenty or whatever. Sure. I mean, that would have been awesome. You guys remember that like old like gaming TV? What was it called? It like came with a like f- flaps on the front so you could close the TV and then it had speakers on <laughs> it. That sounds 
sounds like every third party. Oh, I do actually ever. remember that. Yeah, that remember they gave that out at like. Uh, uh, it was like around for like two years or so. It was like a big thing at E3. Oh, I know what you're talking. I about. I forgot what it's yeah, called. None of us remember it, so this is really <laughs> right. We had them at the EGM offices. We had a few of them. I remember Crispin got some. But uh, <laughs> but anyway, this, this seems like the good version of that. Right. Well, we should we should keep moving yeah. forward. We got a lot to talk about still. So the I mean. Bottom line, I thought Sony was better than Microsoft. Um, Vita, exciting. I was curious th- that about how Sony got Ken Levine up on stage to talk about Bioshock and like that. <laughs> Maybe he owed them a favor. Or that, that, that was really weird. That was, I heard a lot weird. of people, I, several. Well, okay, I would say three or four people, which to me is a lot because I didn't expect even one at E3 tell me that like that speech sold them on the move. And really? Why? I, I don't understand why. I mean, I am. I like the fact. That he seems to be supporting it because sure, right. I'm, I'm thinking that if he's going to support it, he's going to have something interesting to do with it. Totally. But if it just ends up being, oh, you can play Bioshock like you can play Killzone with the move, it's a little underwhelming. Yeah, you know, I don't. Because his, his whole message was that um, he doesn't have to lose or sacrifice the controller crowd, but... You know, right, which he, is true, but it's like it's kind of common way. sense, though. I mean, I mean, not nothing like against him. Like, I, I do yeah. think it's great that at least someone in the game development community, as big as him, is talking about it and saying that. But I mean, that to me was like, yeah, of course. So I felt like I'm just hoping that he has something really cool up his sleeve for that because you know maybe it's a combination of move and 3D. I don't, I don't know. So did you guys play the Vita at E3? I did not. I've yeah. had my hands on a Vita. Right, you probably yeah. haven't for a long time. I remember really? talking about the screen. <laughs> well, we, yeah, you got to play Luminous somehow. The, yeah. the screen, the screen is beautiful. I think you know the the technology that you're getting for 250 bucks is pretty phenomenal. Yeah, you know, and the it's not that big. <laughs> it certainly it looks like half the size of the Wii U controller. So I mean, right, it shouldn't be a factor. It's a little bigger than a, the old school PS. Yeah, it's surprisingly mm-hmm. light. I found. Um, I played light. it a bit at the show, and like, um, and because it's cartridge based. Right, you know, it's it's no moving parts, so right. it's, I think it's going to last a lot. It longer. feels a lot like the PSP like two thousand on, you know, when they got lighter. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they still had the UMD drives, but if there's nothing in it, it felt quite light. What That's about what my like. UMDs, man? What, am, what are they going to do? Uh, yeah, you I don't can look play them to that. on your PSP. That's okay. right. That's why you have a PSP. Yeah. Um, the thing about the PSP, uh, the sorry, the Vita, and I am getting used to Vita finally. Um, is that it felt a little flimsy to me, but I couldn't tell if that was just because it was the dev, you know, models that were on the floor or what. Like the D-pad felt kind of chintzy, and like the light, you know, being light like that does See, kind of lend itself to feeling that way. I've, I've read people PS- people's comments on that, and I, I really don't feel it. What I what I find a little bit weird is that the the face buttons, the the triangle, circle, square, mm-hmm. X, are smaller than they are on the on the current PSP. Really? Yeah, they're they're. I didn't notice sm- that. They're they're just smaller, mm. um, but they do feel more precise. They have that kind of like clicky old school mm. feel. Yeah, yeah. You know, there was one thing about the PSP I didn't like. It was like the buttons were really smushy. Soft. Right. Yeah. But that first PSP, when you got your hands on it, you felt like you had like a sports car in your hand. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the new one doesn't feel that way. I mean, fair enough. It's not all as you have to do is flip it over and look at that sweet, sweet rear touchscreen that's got like the faux Vuitton. <laughs> I, <like that. laughs> I know. It's got the like. I love they call it the rear touch screen. But the, you know what? That I was uh, worried about that beforehand because we talked about this when we did the PSP2 conference way back <clears> in the uh, <throat> podcast way back in the day is can you really 
hold it and feel the whole back screen and everything and you totally can like i, yeah. I had no problem touching the entire back screen without well, any problem i can't imagine why you would unless they yeah. put people big, no like, people talked about it when they had that first conference people were saying they had tr- some of the guys who came on our podcast uh, were saying they had trouble there was really? no trouble what, at they all have crab hands john's yeah. got no problem with rear touch everybody. Yeah. <laughs> rear touch is just old hat i totally hit it from the back and it was fine but, um, <laughs> the uh I, so I played hot shots golf because why not i wanted to play something no one else is sure. going to play and uh they had, the, they had the AR function in it where while you're playing golf, like you could take the back layer. Somebody told me the dev term for this, but I forgot what it's called. But basically just the sky mm-hmm. and like take it out and turn that into AR. So the game world and the trees so and the course are like real. So you could face in the right. back of my exactly. Yeah. So you could <laughs> get a hole in one in my face. Which is not something I would ever want to do in that game. But, yeah, that I did, but it was a good pointless. example of, it just made me think. I had never thought of only using like a layer of the background to do that. I usually think it's all or nothing, you know what I mean? But like in this case, uh. they sort of just took out a part of it and... You know, you could use that, and that made me think, oh, yeah, this is going to be pretty cool. Can so. we take 30 seconds to tip a 40 for that game, Gravity? Uh, Gravity okay. Days. Gravity Gravity 40. Days. Yeah. That game's going to be all... <laughs> like, the trailer, I was not expecting the guy who directed Siren to just go, like, and do some crazy shit. And but Silent Hill. Yeah, he created yeah. Siren, he directed Silent Hill. And, uh, yeah, that looks awesome. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's really nice because it has that kind of... It has almost like an Ueda-esque character design like in the way the main character is animated the animation is amazing like it's very fluid and it almost seems kind of like hand-drawn in a way like it's just it's like a ghibli movie even you know not not to name drop but i was actually having dinner with toyama-san the director such a name dropper and 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 and, and, um whatever they were showing they had them sign your chicken my ch- what your dinner whatever <laughs> you're eating <laughs> i have no idea what you're talking about i didn't mean so, anything suggestive uh, by that <laughs> so they showed me the trailer of gravity days you know it's called just called gravity in in the u.s but mm-hmm. um they showed me a trailer of it and i was really taken by the the visual approach and the, the character design and, and how she reminded me a lot of yorda from eco because like of the way her hair animated the way the way she ran she had a very feminine um uh, animations and just a very cool style and Ueda-san was asking me, like, why is it that I could notice those sorts of subtle features when he, he, I guess he said that certain people, I won't name names, just looked at it and said, like, oh, it's a really Japanese game. And I, I thought that was unfortunate that people would kind of classify it as that, because I think it's, I don't think it's, I don't think it's a very Japanese game. When I think of Japanese and cliched kind of things, I think about, like, your typical spiky-haired orphan right. kind of stuff, you know. Whereas this was really feel uh, felt more original to me. So I, I, I have to confess, I haven't seen much of it yet, but I'll definitely. Yeah, you guys no, it's, it's de- it definitely is in like in the line of like you know if there's two types of Japanese games, there's the you know the what he was talking about, spiky haired orphan RPG, blah blah blah, and then there's just like the really experimental out there let's try something new style of Japanese games, right. which I we're I seeing love. a lot more of those this generation now finally, which yeah. is you know great and 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 that's what that game is like i feel a lot of people maybe they'll see screenshots and just be like oh anime whatever but it's not like that well cool something to look forward to before we jump to nintendo two really quick things that we're not going to get into detail on that i did want to bring up though is uh we got to go behind closed doors and play journey uh mark specifically played it and i basically sat there and watched in awe and that game looks awesome uh and so i'll save that for him when he's back i love him talk about that yeah me too yeah but journey was company is awesome yeah journey looked amazing um and there was one other thing about Sony that was that has now slipped my mind. Did you get your photo taken with the Journey character at the Sony booth? No, but I saw they had the person uh, going yeah, around, so going around the floor. Very cool, very um, Jawa esque. 
Mm. I actually forget what the other thing I wanted to say about Sony. So if it comes up later, I'll bring it up. But um, but that was that. Mark will talk more about that. Oh, it was jo- Jonathan uh, Max. Max game, which uh, sadly Hiroko and Mark both played. I did not. So and she's gone already. So maybe we'll talk about that next episode as well. Yeah, um, that looks hype. Sound shapes. I'll keep saying the name. Sound shapes. Sound shapes. Sound shapes. So following that, there was Nintendo. Nintendo. Yes. Everybody was waiting for the big Project Cafe announcement reveal, right? And, and we got it. It was a little awkward being in that auditorium, you know, as as kind of a devil's advocate type. You know, I know that John was sold on whatever they were announcing. Even if it was, uh, <laughs> a lot know, of people are probably a bagel with locks and cream cheese. You know, you've been like, I'd be great. down with that. Yeah, yeah. you're down N- the Nintendo locks. But, but I, I thought. I was a little confused, just like many people were. You know, I under, I got they spent so much time on the 3DS that by the time they got to the Wii U, it was kind of anticlimactic. Well, the whole thing was kind of like odd. Like they started out with the music, like music, and they were like, "Oh, you'll get like a soundtrack CD," and it's like, well, well, okay. well come on, the, the Zelda cool. retrospective thing in the beginning was I pretty loved rad. it, but but it was the just symphony? like it like kind of was like a, to the symphony. I, I feel like it was like a false start. And, like, there was a lot of weird moments with the symphony and, like, the woman couldn't hear Miyamoto and... It right. Was just, it well, was just a little the, bizarre. That whole Zelda thing in the beginning was really cool. Um, I mean, they're... I don't... I'm not dissatisfied with what they're doing for the anniversary. I don't... I did want more. I do want, well, like, a remake like of an old gonna, game or something. I, I feel like they're... Didn't they say that there was more that they were There's going to be... They say there's going to be more, yeah. I mean, the concert stuff is cool. Uh, four Swords for free is cool, but it's not the big Four Swords. It's the little Four Swords. It's the Game Boy one. So, oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, so that's, that's a bummer. Sort of, and, I, you know, you're not going to be able to play online or anything, so... Mm. I thought they were going to say that um, Skyward Sword was going to be simultaneous, like, Wii and... Right, yeah. Wii only if it was coming Wii. out. If that system was coming out this year, maybe, but... Mm. Like what they did I, I for one, am glad that is that's not the case. Like I feel like no, because you want a new Zelda. This I year want the I want that the, was made for the right. I, I want the Zelda on the Wii U to be the Wii U Zelda from the get go, not like right. The, and that HD Zelda thing looked good. I'm yeah. I'm curious, Chibi, what you thought because you hate traditionally Nintendo. you are not the Nintendo man. I mean, no. you're not like a but you don't you you spit on your DS and your Wii has <laughs> like seven layers of dust on it. But what did you think? You know, I was You're really the guy they really needed to impress. I really went in here with an open mind because I wanted to be impressed and I wanted them to win me back, you know, like everybody else I grew up on NES and all that stuff. But what I saw really did not win me back. It really just seemed like another gimmick. Now it's a it's an iPad that connects to your console and the big selling point is you don't need to use a TV. I mean, that's not a great selling point to me. I think most people have more than one TV in their house. Well, in Japan, I don't think that's the case. Okay, fine. I mean, I don't. I only have one TV, yeah. but one giant ass TV. It's big, <laughs> but I don't think that would make me buy a, a system regardless. And I think for the most part, now we have basically a controller that's a touchscreen. It's not a very good touchscreen. It's not as good as an iPad. It's not right. It's only single touch, which is a big mistake. And stylus, and you have to basically use a stylus for most most mm, things. Right. Uh, which really seems like out of date at this point. And, and I still think there's time that for them to change that. I do I, hope they come around. I mean, everybody's been talking about yeah. that. I came away with, with two strong feelings about that. And I, I like like Cheapy, I also felt like I wanted Nintendo to really win me back, you know, like kinda like when they first unveiled the GameCube, I had warm and fuzzies about it, you know. And I felt like Nintendo got lucky with the Wii. Uh-huh. And then they just abandoned all the people who got them there in the first place, you know. And so with this one when they when they unveiled the controller, like everybody seemed to be going ooing and eyeing with it, but especially when they did the golf thing, where right. it looked cool, had like a kind of a visual interface. But to me, it just felt like you're putting your connect on the ground. 
Mm-hmm. It's like okay, you're still doing the whole hands-free thing. It's just that you're moving your different your, gimmick. Yeah, it's 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 just a gimmick. The the second takeaway I, I got from this was that Nintendo's super super good at creating controllers that are great for Nintendo because they have the whole idea in mind. You know, the, the N64 controller, the 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 GameCube controller, the Wii the Wii functions. Uh, you know, the Wii and the nunchuck functionality. Right. Um, so for this one, I know that Nintendo is going to knock it out of the park and come up with all this crazy stuff that only Nintendo can do. But for everybody else, you know, it's like, okay, well, do, am I going to play Battlefield on my 360 PS3 or my Wii U? Probably one of the first two. Am I going to play Call of Duty on, on, on the Wii U with, with the funky touchpad? I don't think right. so. Well, the thing is, my, the way I see it is if, if, if all three, let's say there's, you know, three platforms now. You've got PlayStation, Xbox, Wii, and they're all basically the same game more or less. But if the Wii one offers something extra, it doesn't even have to be like, I mean, it's not like the game's going to be focused on it, but if it's something interesting extra, mm. I, you, you, you both of you guys of, are shaking you your head. You oscillating heads here. You got yeah, a but problem. I mean, you have two, why wouldn't you? Why, I mean, two if you, big problems. You got a controller that, have you put your hands I on? I have. It? It's comfortable. You for don't the, like it? For the sticks? What about the sticks? Using the sticks is comfortable and the triggers? Yeah. I'm not saying FPS is... is Did you, the, you tried it? Did you try yeah. it? You sound like you tried it. And you it didn't like it? It horrible. I mean, it just felt like your thumbs are like above the, past the trigger, so you're like, your hands are really forward. Like it or not, we're still attached to our genres, okay? I, and, and you know, on the N64, was there ever a real fighting game on N64? The N64 is lucky it had Goldeneye, but beyond that... War Gods. Know, Oh, Best fighting game of face, <laughs> but you know, so you know, people are still going to want to play their Call the of Duties, Joe. and they're going to want to play, you know, other other genre franchises. Well, and, and why can't they? It's not an ergonomic they, controller. They can, they can they can play them, but they're going to play them on 360 and PS3. You're not going to play Call of Duty on a touchscreen or with the Wiimote if you can help it. Um, or that even the the stand the, you know the sticks that they put on the on the Wii U controller it's and just, on top it's, of that it's off. I'm I'm not personally into playing the whole online thing. I don't care about that. I don't care about leveling up in Call of Duty and stuff like that. But a lot of people are, as evidenced by the huge sales of, of these things. Well, we don't so, know anything about the online yet. I know it's not going to be as good as <laughs> Xbox or PS3. The well, thing is, I've been at it for years now. For for I don't know how long they've been at it for. Like almost kind of ten years, they've been refining that th- mm. Xbox Live, right? So I. You have no reason to believe that Nintendo is going to get the online right. Fair enough, and I don't, and I don't, you know, I don't want to argue too strongly either because at the end of the day, I don't disagree with you guys that much. But I do think, for one, I think the controller is fine. At least what I felt of it was really comfortable. Um, I'd be curious to see, you know, I didn't have, I didn't even. The sticks felt normal to me. Like the it triggers, though. I just feel like if you put triggers and and analog sticks on your iPad and just tried to control whatever game you're sitting in front of your. TV, Did you try it? Just, I mean, it's just weird. It was super comfortable. And the other thing, too, is like, you know, there are, I think, I'm not one of them, probably none of us are, but there are a lot of people out there who, given the chance to have the same game on all these platforms, but then have one platform that has all these Nintendo games as well, is going to pick that platform because it's got Mario, it's got Zelda. I'm willing to forego, I I mean, as somebody who's going to own all three, Mm -hmm. but is only going to buy one copy of Modern Warfare 3 or, you know, any other multi platform title, I'm probably going to stick with one of the consoles that I already have. What I'll get a, a Wii U for is then it probably it'll end up being 90% Nintendo games. Right. Who, that are going to be designed specifically for their crazy controller. But Nintendo's, Nintendo's, you know, I don't think they've done enough that's interesting here because they, they've, they've, every console that they come out with, they seem like they're, they're trying to create a controller that, you know, that is like to hell with the rest of the industry. We're going to do what we want. Forget your, Forget your um, DVDs and your Blu-rays. We're going to make a proprietary um, storage 
media. You know, it's always kind of like we're going to do it our way, and you can either get on board or you can you can do it do whatever well, you want. Well, they're trying. They're trying to move. I mean, I think they're. I don't think they're in the wrong place. They're trying to do stuff different and be original. But the thing is, and it's, and we called this, I called this right, you know, beforehand, is that they're not, they don't have the next thing. We all said this on this show, you know, before. And and so this to me is the kind of interim stopgap, something that's new and interesting. And it is interesting. Like, and I think that's that's the the, 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 but, the danger. What's the danger? Because because if Nintendo's looking to carry their, their momentum and, and kind of take back what Microsoft's currently siphoning off with the Kinect and stuff. If they're trying to take back the casual market while also, get, you know, getting the core gamers back, I, I think that that kind of multi-tiered approach is is bad. And they're gonna, you know, but I don't think people see it as multi-tiered. Go, I think can, the average person first sees to worst it so fast in this industry. And I don't. Th- I think one of the reasons why their their stock dropped a couple of days in a row was not only right. because of confusion about this thing, but because it wasn't. It didn't, you know, when the Wii came out, we're, everybody was like, holy shit, there is nothing like this out there. This is right. completely different. Sure, sure. It may not work, but it's definitely different. This, and I understand that they didn't want to abandon all the branding that the, and all the equity that they built with the Wii. Right. But Wii U just does not, I don't know, it, it, it sends different messages. It feels like it's not a an evolution. A full It feels full like it's an it. iPad wannabe. And <laughs> look at it this way. So Tough this crowd. is coming out. This is going to come out 2012 sometime. Right, probably in the spring. So there'll probably be two more iPads that come out by the time this thing comes out. And just think what that's those are going to be like, and how this this sort of half-assed iPad is going to compete with. And with if that. Sony is smart, and you know, and you know they're thinking about this already, they should be taking the Vita and basically for everybody who does own a PS3 and is going to buy a Vita, make the Vita do everything that this does. You know what I mean? Because there's no reason it can't. And in fact, it should be able to do it better. And you have to factor in Microsoft as well. You know, from what I've heard, and I, I don't know if this is true or not, but from what I've heard is that Microsoft, if if the Kinect hadn't been super successful as as it has been, they were probably going to announce a new console by this point hmm. because they do realize sure. that the 360 is getting long in the tooth. So right. I would be surprised if Microsoft doesn't, <coughs> you know, this is just total, total just guesswork, but I would not be surprised if Microsoft doesn't announce something new next year that's just like oh, of super course. high powered wow you know and well that's Nintendo's big that's the thing is we don't know the specs yet but they don't look like they're going to be that I mean they're going to be high but they're not going to be that high Mo- most reports when your president is basically out. saying 1080p 1080p like as if that's something important really you but know that's just like it's catching time to up worry and gaining parity with where everybody else has been right but a year or two from now so. it's suddenly going to be people very are saying it's again. like 50 percent more powerful than what we have now Saw which that, is not what does that even mean which is I mean, not is not a lot I mean that's like we're talking PlayStation well, 2 and They may be banking yeah. on the other guys thinking that, okay, there's not a whole lot more to go. Bef- you know, like, there's not a whole lot more you can do before it becomes not affordable anyway, so they're not going to make a huge jump next time. They could be banking mm-hmm. on the field being well, even next time, but I don't think it's going to be. Here's something about that. If if the Wii U is as powerful as I've heard, and which could be more powerful than the 360 or PS3, you know, that kind of goes against Nintendo's whole strategy of, like, let's make our thing as easy as possible and as cheap as possible to develop for. To create games like Modern Warfare 3 on 360 and PS3, it takes an incredible amount of money. Moving to the development side, I really understand, like, how much money goes into this stuff now, and it's phenomenally huge. So, is anybody going to try and max out their their game so that it looks as incredible as it possibly can on the on the on the Wii U. I doubt it. What they're going to do is they're going to port over their Xbox 360 or PS3 code. Maybe the frame rate will bump up, 
but you know, as as GP said, that's that's not enough of a big cell to like deal with funky controllers. So you know, I'm sure and, a, and a, probably a lackluster online system. Right. So I mean, all right. Well, you guys haters. are haters. Yeah, we're haters. And <laughs> we'll see. I mean, I I don't entirely. I mean, I'm I totally see where you guys are coming from, but I'm I'm keeping myself a little more in the middle right now. I don't know. I don't know for sure it's going to go wrong. I think there's a, a chance here that they could actually do some I don't cool me, stuff. I don't think the controller is bad. I think no, the control. I, having I think, held a controller, like, I thought, it, and I think Mark will, you know, vouch for this when he gets back too. But he was really into it too. I mean, we, I thought it was. I th- we weren't expecting it to be good. Right. And going into the conference, <laughs> no, because of, I mean, well, going into the conference, this is the one. This was the biggest takeaway for me from we we you was going into the conference. We all knew what it was. Like everything leaked ahead of time. But I don't think anybody expected any of the things that they showed or the types of, you know, control interfaces right. you could do at the conference. That opened my eyes to, okay, maybe this isn't just an iPad. And, you know, who knows what else they're going to come up with. But it was definitely a lot more than what I was expecting. Right. And, you know, the Ninja Star thing was kind of cool. And, yeah. I mean, it's gimmicky or whatever, but it is definitely they're more cool than what we were, tech demos, we were but thinking. I'm just wondering how the, the focus is, you know, how, what's their target audience when they're focusing on one player gets to use this thing and everybody else waggles their remotes in the background or on the side? You know, I'm I don't think that's I don't that. think that's not smart because, I mean, basically, you you know, when you play online, you are the one guy right. in your house playing. How, I mean, I mean how play, often do the people in this room play multiplayer, local multiplayer at their house? But when you, I don't know. And when you do, it's for party games really and silly shit like yeah. that, which is what they were showing exactly. anyway. So. It really like, depends on what 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 the, uh, what the Nintendo's going after. I mean, like, you know, you see games like Just Dance are really successful on Wii, and you get, I, th- there's nothing stopping people from continuing to use just the remotes. Sure. You don't have to use this, um, this new special touchpad controller. But if you have all these games that, you know, kind of take advantage of just using remotes and stuff. Well, what's the what's the point of the the touchpad? Well, take uh, take Just Dance for instance. Uh, a lot of people have been comparing it to like a karaoke uh, booth screen, you know, song selector thing. If you're playing Just Dance, say there's like two of your friends dancing and like you want to play a song or whatever, and then you've got you've got the Wii U remote in your hand and you can queue up your songs and go up and well i'm sold well, <laughs> i'm gonna buy three of them right I, now i know just dance dude exactly. i could select this you guys are you guys are being like that but yeah. in a party situation it could like, be cool. people couldn't be talking about that while people are playing right, right. when and we're having stuff, our just dance party over at my place you're gonna be menu jockey <laughs> yeah, looking forward to it dude i will be your DJ. we'll see i have an open mind i just was not impressed i sort of was hoping for more i, I i'm looking forward to the wii u because i'm looking forward to seeing what nintendo gonna bring specifically but in terms of like you know but that's the problem for with all the nintendo consoles is that it's like you know they they say stuff like unprecedented third-party support and then they show a reel of six games and right. like, what is this you know to be fair they did have more this i mean they had more real quote-unquote real games than they've ever had before not yeah. saying that means anything that's but it was and speaking i feel like the system is also really early because yeah, like yeah. I, you know, I, I just feel like it's far off, so there's not Fair really enough. much to announce. Yeah, we'll right see. Now. We'll, we'll see. give them. We'll give them a few months to see what happens. On the, the other hand, there was. Uh, go ahead. What were you gonna say? The one thing I just wanna I, I wanna say about this is like I feel like for hardcore games, this controller could mean a lot more to like opening up game design than the Wiimote ever will, and I feel like this is a step in the right direction. It may not be the full step, but I feel like it's in a good direction this time. And I don't I don't think. They're competing. Well, Iwata did say something about the iPad, but I I don't see this as an iPad. I just see this as a controller that 
Like if my wife wants to watch TV, I can go and play my games without. I'm personally really sounds like an iPad. That, <laughs> yeah, but I, it's I, not though, because like I can play Super Mario and I can play okay, Zelda. Fine, there you go. I think it's All really right. weird though that that Iwata had said in the past that we're not concerned with I with Apple, you know, or we're no, not they have said that yeah, they are. They the, have said that they are that they're threatened. Yeah, really. I thought they I were thought the their stance that... once they they flip flop from time to time, but I mm. thought their stance was like we're not worried about iPad or, or or I think that's the iPhone. difference between Reggie and Iwata because I Iwata I believe has said that like their Apple is their competitor right yeah. yeah yeah all right well we talked a lot about that there was a 3ds as well um, mm-hmm. real quick uh, played a few games I don't know if anyone else did again I'm not the guy to talk about 3d but mm-hmm. uh, Mario Kart was very cool I thought mm-hmm. um, Mario 3D uh, was somebody stole my line, but Mario 3D yeah, was Shane, basically Crash Shane Bandicoot. Uh, I thought, um, and wow. that's not a bad thing. That's no, like Nintendo stealing the. I should I should qualify that so you know what I mean. I'm not saying that it's a because I didn't like Crash Bandicoot that much, but what I mean is it's basically a 2D game, a 2D. Two and a half D game with a sort of limited 3D world, so you've got you know you can move in and out of the screen to some extent. Some levels move forward, but in general, it's not like a full 3D game like Galaxy, and it doesn't look like Galaxy. So that was kind of a bummer. Well, yeah, I think they, they were they were saying before though that they're just kind of trying to bring it back to like a, a pure Mario game. Not so yeah, much like and Galaxy. and people who have, who are familiar with it say it's fantastic. Guys at Nintendo who have played it a lot more than we have say it genuinely is really good. The director is the director of Mario Galaxy. Yeah. I it would definitely give it the benefit of the doubt. I was just slightly mm-hmm. underwhelmed. Um, I just wish Nintendo would cater a little bit more to their... And I know core games don't really sell on Wii, but you know, I'm, I'm just wondering why they don't support RPGs where Xenoblade Last Story and Pandora's Tower. Dude, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Dude, yeah. I'm saying like... Wait. Like, yeah. Totes. <laughs> NOA, I may, you know, Reggie, I don't know who makes the decisions over there, but like seriously, there have been some kick-ass games that came out in Japan and they have not been released in America. And this is not it's just like recently. A, this has been throughout the Wii. It's and entirely yes. possible. There, you know, I mean, the game is localized. We already know for like Xenoblade for sure. Europe. It's yeah. entirely possible. They're just, you know, they got it on the shelf but for I mean, a like, rainy who, day. Why do they go through the? I mean, those games were not cheap to develop. Why do they go through the yeah. trouble of like creating those games for first party Nintendo of Japan when I, maybe they make their money back? But I mean, like, is is that Dude, it prints money. You've seen the thing. They got enough money. They can do. St- they have, they've localized games and then just put them on the shelf and like not release them. The like fact that they haven't brought those out in the states and haven't announced any plans to is 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 what makes me worry about Wii U. I'm like, okay, the Mario's and the Mario Kart's. I don't really need another Mario Kart right. ever. Yeah. And I understand, like you know, Miyamoto said one time that there's a new six year old born every day, and I, I I totally understand it. Now having a kid, I, I totally get it because those sure. are the games I'm gonna introduce her to probably first. Yeah, right. But I mean, you know, there there are older gamers who want these other experiences, and we're not we're not getting them in right. the states at least. Any, did you play any 3DS stuff? Cheap uh, I played Luigi's Mansion. I heard the 3D is really good on that. Mark it was, was saying it was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I, I didn't really play the first one, but okay. uh, it seemed mm. seemed like it would be fun. You know, I like Ghostbusters. I like sucking uh, <laughs> ghosts through a vacuum. Vacuum sim. Um, and I played the Mar- Mario also. Which okay, seemed, yeah, seemed fine. So yeah, Star that Fox was Nintendo. Star Fox would be cool. Star Fox will be cool. I didn't bother playing it because it's out here in like two weeks. Actually, Zelda's out here as of yesterday. Well. Uh, uh, yeah, yesterday, yesterday the time you're hearing this, and uh, I'm probably gonna 
buy it i think i do i'm gonna play it but i wasn't gonna buy it yet you will cave because Mm. i will cave for reasons that you can't predict which is i think there might be something in the box that we want so that's why i may cave we'll talk we'll see we'll yeah we'll see we'll see i could be wrong and i'll just we'll talk about it next time to put on his body right i'm a big sticker fan now now people are listening and thinking we're working on zelda or something but we're not oh no no we're not no yeah no our name is not in the box we were working on a nintendo game that was at e3 i don't think we can i don't know if we should talk about it so we'll wait but uh I will say it was only strapped. It was strapped to a girl, one girl in the entire floor. So it certainly wasn't the highlight of their uh, show right. floor. And I couldn't find her too. Like I, <laughs> she was there, but I couldn't find her. But we'll talk more about that when it gets closer to release. Mm. So anyway, um, we still got some news to talk about. We this went on way longer than we yeah, planned. I think, I th- I think we'll we, do we'll do like some bullet, you know, quick hitting like one shot news. In fact, let's not even take a break. Let's just get right into all it. All right, um, news. So, <laughs> it's the news. And I will say, I we had no time to prepare for this either, so this yeah. is not like when Mark does the news. But um, um, a few things to talk about. Uh, Game Republic, a lot of uh, rumors, things went around about them. Apparently, they've officially closed their doors now. Yep. Oh, We've talked about bummer. this before. We've known yeah. them for a while. Yeah, Hiroko's actually buddies with Okamoto, the president of uh, that That's because he company. wants to marry her. He does. He actually he, he used to tell people in interviews that she was his fiance. But uh, <laughs> um, basically... Um, yeah, they're they're gone. Uh, rumors of him fleeing the country are BS because you know I, we're friends on Mixie and stuff, and I see him updating every day. He lives not far from me, and he's still here. Right, but, uh, actually, the really office the office was it is near sad. He's a great guy. Really he's like super Oklahoma. cool guy. He's, he's a, in the interviews, he's a real straight shooter. He he's, gives you interesting answers. Yes, my favorite interview of him was like it was like for some random E three thing, and like. The interviewer was like, how do you like E3? And he's like, I hate America. Uh, <laughs> I don't really like Americans. I don't know. Did he say that? I think it was something like that. I don't. I think he was being tongue-in-cheek, but it was yeah. hilarious. He's, he's a very cool guy, and we wish him the best. Hopefully, you know, we'll hear some news about whatever he's doing next soon. Uh, they had but a it's, huge it's studio. not fleeing the country. They had a huge studio. They did. They got burned by that Brash deal. You know, yeah. Brash burned a lot of people. They, yeah. they put a lot of money into projects and then just basically didn't pay. And yeah. so I think that really killed them. So there was that. Um, Nintendo announced a new... Uh, 3ds color for japan flare flare, flare red. red flare red i kind of wish i would have s- you know i hate the fact that. that it's it's actually considered like an event when they reveal a new color it's like oh well what? uh akihiro hino the president of level five the yeah. day before they announced this what he said at e3 he was disappointed that they didn't have more of a 3ds presence at the show and he was disappointed that they didn't have new colors and the next day they announced a new yeah. color so either that guy's got tons <laughs> of power. What, what yeah. Hino wants, Hino gets. Yeah, basically. And he what else Hino gets? Red, he gets flame red. Yeah. And what Hino, what Hino gets is a new Gundam franchise that yeah. was just announced this week. So Gundam, Gundam Babies. Age. Gundam Babies. Gundam Babies, as JJ calls it. I will yeah. say that one piece of art they released looked like somebody drew it on Mario Paint or something. But, uh, yeah, you know, I heard that a lot was of really... disappointed reactions Dude, to that. Yeah, well, it's, it's made for I'm, kids. Because I'm usually stoked about Gundam news. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, it is. It's made for kids, but it's yeah. It's the whole big thing. It's a level five style production. It's a manga, anime. They got toys. They got a card game. So and then like this box, but with Gundam. Yeah. Right. And this he's looking like at the little battlers. Little whatever. battlers. It was called Little Battlers. Yeah. Dan Boru uh, Senki. It's their new PSP game that came Dan out. Dan Boru Senki. Yeah. Um, what What really pisses me off about this box is that that robot, the toy that comes with this, isn't even a toy. It's a model. I don't it's want a model. to work. But you it can, looks like a lot of work. You yeah. can <laughs> move, when you, when you get a belt, it, it moves around and stuff. They are pretty cool. I mean, there's a big. This is really big. With you know, I got. I'm here. gonna have to fess it, fess up. I'm not twelve. 
<laughs> yeah, then this is not no, for you no, either. Definitely not. Which was the theme of last year's E3. But uh, <laughs> anyway, we're getting off on a tangent. Level five is doing all this Gundam stuff. Hino himself is apparently writing the story. Um, and uh, but you know the uh, the game is he's they're making an RPG as well, and that's what those guys do. So yeah. that could be cool. Yeah. Would be good not to have a crap Gundam game for a change. Sure. Um, well, I mean the Capcom ones, the arcade ones are good. Fair. Oh, the arcade games, yeah, yeah which yeah. no one has ever played. But yeah. uh, Okay, so there was that. Uh, Duke Nukem. Do you guys getting Duke Nukem? Did you order Duke Nukem? Uh, no, no, no. Duke you know? Nukem? I heard. I, got, I mean, I can tell it's going to be bad. Yeah, it's getting destroyed in the press. Yeah. And uh, even the ice, apparently, like, the PR guy had a little bit of a meltdown today. On yes. Twitter. Right. He apologized yeah, yeah. for it later. But, that was pretty uh, awesome. I think it's getting so much press for how bad it supposedly is that I think people might actually be curious. I know I am. Like, I didn't have any interest before, but, like, if it's really as bad as people say. Like, it, there's, the, like, a scene where you, like, have to shoot pregnant women. Are you serious? They're pregnant yeah. with aliens or and something. And then they make, like, but an abortion joke afterwards. Here's here's wow. the thing is, yeah. wow. what were you expecting? Like, if you, anyone, want, if wonder, anyone what, what thought this thinking? game was going to you know, be... to be honest, I was expecting, like, a serious a C, competitor. A C, like, a, an average game. But even it, the original Duke Nukem was wasn't... Duke Nukem 3D was offensive. Yeah. Oh no, it wasn't offensive, but it was good. Yeah. There's so many mediocre first-person shooters out there that, you know, there's no really reason to play one. Yeah. You know? All right, what else? Uh, Grasshopper announced uh, is working on an Evangelion music game for PSP. Well, not not Grasshopper, I should yeah. say, but uh, Yamaoka, Akira Yamaoka from Grasshopper and, and uh, Kazutoshida uh, makes lots of crazy games. Are uh, making an Evangelion music game for PSP. You had a weird look on your face there. Was that a look of I don't care or was that a look of what was that look? I don't I'm actually interested in the news, so it couldn't have been a bad look. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well yeah, we don't know a lot about it. It just got announced today. It's but, very, uh, very it's very in the new family. So it's not oh, I know what the look was. It was confusion. It, so it's not being done by Grasshopper technically. I'm not sure. Nap, you know, Bandai owns the Gundam license. I mean, the, the Gundam, it's, the it's Evangelion like a, it's, license. It's like a team up sort of deal. And uh, if you yeah. look at the the coverage they had into in this week's Famitsu, it basically did not say like developer Grasshopper, but it said that those guys from Grasshopper were working on it. So it's whatever. weird. I thought that isn't that kind of weird though that Akira, ah, they're Akira a punk rock be... man. They you know they do it. They do things their own. They way. do what they want. They okay. do what they I, want. Whatever. Uh, what else? Um, you know there was NPDs that came out. We don't even have time to get into that because that is like a whole other conversation. Games be selling. Games be selling. Number one. Uh, How much did it do? Almost nine hundred k. Uh, let's see. Brink sold well, 401k. And that got really kind of mixed reviews. But So if it's yeah. still selling well, I think Duke Nukem Forever could probably sell well because there's probably a very I'm sure low brow to. crowd. Duke's going to sell well. I was considering buying it. Uh, John, your favorite, number seven, Zumba Fitness Join the Party. Yes. Uh, for Wii 316 PS3. Sold some units it doesn't have what does what does that say about society i don't know yeah people anyway. want to get fit the rest of the top 10 is suspect too people spend yeah. a lot of money on fitness shit that they never use right yeah I, I got Wii fit and it's in my closet since the night i bought it mm-hmm. i think my Tried batteries are probably corroded in my Wii fit. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I, I, yeah I my so wife too. got uh this new korean uh diet fad thing that she opened for the first time like a month after this is a game I bought it no it's a dvd not a game very just nice okay all right, uh, other things. Uh, when we were gone at E3, uh, Nintendo launched the eShop. Yes. Uh, finally. And was, did you guys all did get your, your downloader? You guys did? I did. You buy I, got my, I got my Excite bike, my free, free Excite bike, which what is disappointed. In disappointed in it? Yeah. I, thought, I, I didn't realize it was just going to be Excite bike. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was, <laughs> I was like, oh, it's For some reason, bike. I was thinking it was just going to be like, like, 
you know, it was Excite Bike graphically, but a different game. But like, uh, like it, didn't they release one for the Wii, like a downloadable Excite Bike? Yeah, that was actually. like an updated version. I thought it would be something along those right, lines. No, oh, but it, it was is, original Excite Bike. I thought they were giving you like Excite Bike 3D. Something. It was the original Excite Bike version. In 3D. It, it is Excite Bike, but in 3D. Uh, yeah, that's what I said. When and I here know. in Japan, there's a second game as well. There's Zevius in 3D, which is 600 yen, which is like $8. It's quite a lot for a, basically a Nintendo game in 3D. But, yeah, uh, and not a good game right? at all. But they had other games. They had uh, a bunch of Game Boy games. A virtual console launched, and uh, the, the the lineups are different in each, in each territory. We got uh, Mario Land. Uh, Japan got Kirby's Dream Land. Uh, a game called Phantasm. Uh, a uh, Mega Man Dr. Wily's Revenge which is god I forgot how bad that is I Mega bought Man. I knew it was bad but I bought it anyway I was like maybe I'll appreciate it it's I'm not nostalgic bad. about the Game Boy stuff I, I, well, I, I'm nostalgic about Zelda I bought Zelda Link's Awakening DX which came out which is a great game I still think it's one of the best Zelda games and yeah. if you don't like it you're a total hater I don't not like it but I've played it I'm good I, I haven't played it in long enough that I... Yeah. I just don't have enough time to play the new game, so why am I going to partition off all this time to play old stuff? You know, that's one thing, is if, if they had achievements on this stuff, I would be a lot more interested than I am now. I, I would love to have, yeah, but they didn't do it, which is, that worries me, but... Anyway, that all came out. Um, yeah. A couple more games came out today in Japan. Donkey Kong, which is actually one of the best Game Boy games, for the sure. Um, so Donkey it's Quicks? I always thought it was Kicks. Kick. Oh, but in Japan, kicks. it's Quicks. Oh. So I don't Get know. Your kicks. I thought it was kicks. Too. That's what I need to do: spend money on kicks yeah. for quicks. <laughs> it's yeah. only three hundred yen, I think. Black and white. Uh, Fortified Sweet. Zone came out, which is uh, like I don't know. We we looked it up today. It's a Jalico game. Never yeah. even heard of it. You so. you shoot bullets from your waist, even, <laughs> even though you're holding a gun. The bullets come from your crotch. <laughs> One cool thing about the store here is they have free down. They have streaming downloads of uh, Game Center CX, which is yeah. a really cool TV show where uh, already know the comedian plays old games and. Uh, they're totally free, and they have like twenty episodes up. They have one like episode that, so. in three D, which is fun. Yeah, I think so the they don't Japanese have stuff like that store, in the U S. store. But. The Japanese store is always going to be infinitely more interesting than the U S. store. Yeah, for us especially because just because you get a lot of old crap that we really didn't grow up with, so you yeah. know we get to try mm-hmm. some cool stuff. But anyway, last but certainly not least, although it's probably least to most of you, is uh, today a piece of concept art came out for a <laughs> what looks very much like a sequel to. A new edition, I should say, in the Baten Kaito series, which I know you guys, you especially, I should have words with you. You dogged that game, but uh, I gave it a C or the equivalent of a C in EGM. You complained about our our voice acting work, which was beloved by many, and a lot of people say that it's one of the one of the better games of last generation. I'm not asking for your opinion on that, <laughs> like, but uh, but no, but uh, there was art that came out today that was uh, looks very much like a kind potential of, kind of found today almost. Yeah, because they put up an ad on Monolith Soft site, mm-hmm. the guys who made Xenosaga and Botan Kaitos and Xenoblade, and they're hiring. And the art basically somebody pulled it out of the uh, the flash image, and it looks exactly like an area from Botan Kaitos Origins. John um, was creaming pretty much all day about. Dude, it. I want to work on that game more than any. We I mean that was one of our first three or four games at 8-4 and, really? and yeah we worked really hard on it Brian and I and uh, and uh, a couple other guys and uh, you know we're really proud of it and we would love to do another one because it's actually got good writing which but most Japanese RPGs don't guess what they're owned by Nintendo and their games don't come out in America anymore <laughs> yeah well we'll see about that yeah in anyway, hindsight, the localization was fantastic. Ah, uh, yeah, it took it took a while. It took yeah, a few years like to a, like really. You know, sometimes you don't appreciate things at the time because right. they're really just so, so awesome. Right, like me with Res, <laughs> it took me a few years, but you know. 
I, I understand. <laughs> we have been here for a long time. It's time to get out of here. I need to sleep. I, I will say, uh, before we go, we have something cool for those of you who stuck around uh, for all of this. We got a couple of uh, games to give away. And so um, one is a copy of Legend of Heroes Tits. Uh, that's Trails in the Sky from our our friends at XE. They gave us a code to give to you guys. And another one is a cool game that I got to try last week. Uh, it was free on PlayStation Plus, and now it's out as a downloadable game called The 2D Adventures of Rotating Octopus Character. Um, <laughs> you guys should check it out. It's a totally simple, like, one- or two-button game, um, uh, like, kind of a platformer. It's very, you know, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a mini, and it's basically, you know, it's a cool one. Um, and we got codes for both of those. So... We wanted to figure out some way to get you guys to, uh, you know, earn these codes. And so, JJ, what was Mark's suggestion? Uh, so basically, just uh, tell us how you've spread the good word of 8-4 play to people you know or the Internet or whatever. Do something creative. Uh, on Twitter, just, you know. No, no, no. Don't do it on Twitter. Let us know on Twitter. But do right, something right. creative. Uh, go outside and, uh, you know, paint your neighbor's house or, uh, sure. you know, whatever. Put vandalism. Make Go some clothes to for your a dog. WWE wrestling event with a poster that says "I love eight four play." Do it with it. Go with the eight four play chair and hit the wrestler over the head with it. Whatever you got to do, do something NASCAR. cool and then tell us about it. Show us it. And uh, next episode, we'll give away these games. And we're gonna try to do more of this stuff going forward too. Yep. So, because free stuff is cool. Yeah. So it's time to wrap it up. We're getting out of here. Cheapy, do it. Cheapy, thanks for thanks for oh uh, my pleasure co-hosting or yeah, I should say taking anytime. over for Mark. Uh, yeah, we no got to do it more often. Yeah, Mark, you know he's off gallivanting. He's gonna be in Hawaii next week. Mastered. Bastard. Must be nice. Milky, congrats again thanks on uh, Child of Eden. Looking very forward stoked. to playing it. Yeah, yes. this weekend. I can't wait for this weekend. Oh, right? yeah. I'm excited to get my own copy of the game. Oh. Do not have. <laughs> do want. Oh. <laughs> and so you know that we usually ask people to take us out. So I think. Uh, Milky having this being her first. Do you know about this or do you not? I don't know. Okay, well, you need to take us away. You know how Garnet used to take off his show with, uh, you know, We Are Ghosts or whatever. Well, we, every yeah. every week we have the... Uh, oh, man, I can't summon up some cheesy shit like Garnet. That's, that's <laughs> the could, king of it. You could do whatever you want. Whatever you want. Okay, so we're just going to get out of here, but um, I've threatened uh, John that I'll come back on the show, and the next time I come back on the show... Uh, I'll have something to announce. How about that? All right. Something that, that something that you were hassling me about before. So are you saying that you're going to announce uh, whatever it is you're going to announce on our show? You're promising right now to announce it here. It'll world be World exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> All right. A, a world exclusive, possibly slightly redundant announcement. <laughs> uh, yeah. Play podcast. We'll look forward to that. I don't know if I, <laughs> yeah. All right. Bye, guys. Thank you.